Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Oh, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. Hello to hopefully some new listeners and welcome back if you are a regular. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen. Um, And if you like what you hear, consider leaving an Apple podcast rating or review. It truly means more to us podcasters than you will ever know. And of course, follow Intoxicated on social media. Give a follow on Instagram and TikTok and subscribe to the YouTube channel where I do post full video episodes. I'm going to get right to it because this is a long episode. This week's guest is back for a second solo episode, but he's also appeared many times as a guest with other people as well. He's been involved with a lot of the live events and live streams. He is a Halifax favorite. It is the great comedian Albert Coombs. This was such a silly old time with Albert. I enjoy him very much. This is what Albert calls a JPE, a jam-packed episode. Uh, We do a new segment where we talk about the origin of common phrases, which was really funny. We also have an awesome voicemail segment, which was so fun. We answered a bunch of voicemails and... Of course, I do my regular segments as well. This really is a beast of an episode. It was hard to cut some stuff, so you're getting a long one this week. And now is the time where I tell you that Albert is part of an awesome comedy album recording happening on June 22nd at the Carlton here in Halifax. It is called The Original Asses of Halifax Comedy. We talked about this when Chris Halef was on as well. This is a super fun show featuring a stacked lineup of Halifax comedians who are recording two shows on this night. Uh, Do consider coming to the early show that's happening at 7 p.m., They need that one to be packed. That's an important taping. Obviously, they're both super important, but the early show is what we are pushing right now. I will have a ticket link in the description of the podcast. So yeah, if you enjoy comedy, if you enjoy the guests that I've had on this podcast, you're going to see a lot of them on this night. Most of them have been past guests. So yeah, if you're a fan of comedy, come on out to this awesome album recording. Again, that is the original asses of Halifax comedy, June 22nd at the Carlton, 7 p.m. Come on out. Honestly, guys, I'm going to end it there. That's it. That's what you're getting from me this week. I have a pinched nerve. I've been on and off sick for three weeks straight. I'm just not, you know, I'm not entertaining right now, but that's why I have guests on this podcast. So let's get to it. This is a long one, but a very fun one. Please enjoy this week's episode with the always hilarious Albert Coombs. Are you actually red in real life? Uh, yeah, I'm burnt, like burnt, burnt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was going to say, I can turn the saturation down. Red like a lobster. I cannot. I'm on a roll. I also got some sun. Lobster roll. I think my hands got burnt. I forgot to put sunscreen on my hands. That sucks. I get, I always get burnt. I know it's like an old hat thing to say, but I always get burnt once a year. Oh my God. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. I'm pretty bad. Like I've never even tried to tan. Mm. It's not something like I, I use like the fake spray tan stuff. If I want like a little more color in the summer. Okay, that's it. You, you, but you don't get darker naturally. I'm either red or white. Okay, nice. Can- you know? Good Canadian girl. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You're gonna you're gonna actually kill me because I'm every time I laugh I'm gonna cough. Yeah, Fuck. that's true. That is the worst. No, Fuck, I'll turn man. out to be funny. Oh my god. Uh. Uh, you won't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's. You ready to do this? Yeah. Little Ali Coombs. Ali Coombs. Drinking. Uh, drinking Tim Hortons coffee. Shop local. I don't drink alcohol. I'm Shop. a Syrian. I'm a million years old. Shop local at your local chain. <laughs> <laughs> Is Tim's your go-to or? I uh, know, but there's one right next to my yeah, apartment. I usually just make coffee at home for sure. I'm trying to write a joke about like financial advisors and how every goddamn financial advisor I've seen only just tells me to stop buying my coffee. That's the only advice they give. I will say (laughs) it's uh, it's well-trodden territory for for a joke for sure. It's just like, but it it is. It's insane. But I do think you can spend a lot of money like eating out and stuff like that. But also like it's not enough. To do much. Like, it's not enough to, like, buy a house or, like, a car or something like that. But, like, yeah. you can spend, you know, whether you spend 100 bucks or 500 bucks eating out any month. Like, that's a lot of money. But, I mean, to it's me, still I go, not enough to... Well, know, to, to me, I go, what can I save that, like, will make a difference? Like, things like cabs. I don't need to cab everywhere. I just have to plan my day better so I can bust to the places I need to go. That's true, but you're kind of exchanging time for money. You know, oh, a bus time. just tastes like... Takes longer. Yeah, when I was taking the bus, it was a long... Yeah, and I found out I wasn't doing things. Like, I, since I got in the car, I'm doing a lot more stuff just because of how inconvenient it is to bus sometimes. Oh, it's so... It fucking it's sucks brutal. Sometimes. No, I mean, people will give you a ride. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. I tried not to... Take to it, but I definitely had shows and stuff. Like I I'd take rides home <laughs> all the time. Oh like it's definitely, yeah. yeah, fucking and love it's that. It's worth asking. Yeah, I, I love I definitely, that. I, I don't think most people mind, unless somebody's really out of the way. Like, yeah. Oh, I I don't ask. But you should, because people don't mind. I I I should get better at that because yeah. I will say, there's been many nights. I mean, I've, as long as that I've walked home from Gus's. Ooh. Quite late. And it's like North End, you know? Eh, no, that's the- <laughs> super bustable though. Yeah. But sometimes like sometimes like everyone will like part and like it'll be like 20 minutes for a bus. And then I'll do the thing where I go, I'm just gonna start walking home. And then by the time the bus actually is near me, I'm almost home. Yeah. Because it's about a 25 minute walk. To yeah, that's not here. bad. That's yeah. not bad, I guess. Yeah. Uh I like walking. So. Yeah, well, I, and it's good for you. It's the, good. The more it's you walk, good. The I, I walked today. Nice. I walked for like an hour and a half. Oh, sick. Where to? Uh, I went uh, off a off a wharf. I hope <laughs> off the face of the earth. Yeah. I hope uh, I have this whole path. Yeah. I, I go up 
Shabakdao, I turn down Kanat. Uh, and then I kind of go up Kanat, like towards Jubilee, and I go down a side street, and then I come back around to Quinpool, and I go down along where the water is. Thrilling stuff, ladies near the, and gentlemen. Near the, near the rotary, and then I go up Johau and then back around. Oh, nice. That's a solid. Uh, hey, can you, like, how much of it is off the road? Can you get off the road easily? Is there anywhere, like, good for, like, a path around here? Um, there, there's the Channel Lake trails. Channel Lake, heard? okay. Yeah. I, I've never been Those there. are fucking awesome. Nice. That's like in the woods. And it's like a paved trail. That's nice. For like bikes and, and walkers. and. Yeah. We've got one like right next to the house that uh, goes around Albert Lake, which is sick. The apartment, they say house. Don't it's people get apartment. murdered there? Ah, people get murdered everywhere, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Albro Lake. Yeah. But no, <laughs> this Albro is a commercial. Albro Lake is <laughs> Move nice. there. It's a great uh, place to live. They uh, they actually stock that lake with fish. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but they put fish in it for people to catch. Oh. It's like just coming from, I remember when somebody told are me that. You, like, are you joking? No, that's true. Like, that's a common thing here, I guess. In Newfoundland, it, it'd be like insane. I don't think we'd ever stock a lake. We just have stock, fish. Stock lake. Like, learn how to fucking fish and you'll catch the ones that are in there. Do the fish climatize to that water? Okay. I mean, there's there's fish in any lake, mm. I think. I don't know. I'm no expert. Unless you're minnows, uh, like like uh, like uh, like there's like a pond by my place that had like minnows and frogs and nice and these things called back swimmers that are like these bugs. Uh, back swimmers. That was just your dad. He was in there. <laughs> I picture a dad doing a back swim. <laughs> Dads like those to backstroke. Fuckers. Moms like to front crawl. You can't argue with it. Those fucking back swimmers sting you. And it hurts like a motherfucker. Oh, really? Yeah, they used to get in our pool. Are they beetles? They're okay. like, oh, God, I got to show you. Is it a water bug? Yeah, yeah, I'll take a look at this water bug. Um, Back swimmer bug. Yeah, these fucks. Back swimmer. Ooh. So. Okay, yeah, like a standard water bug. We just called them water beetles or water bugs, I think. And there's like there's a bunch of different water beetles. Um, there's a giant water beetle that uh, I think my sister got bit by one when we were kids. Super fuck, funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a pool, Garna? <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody has pools in Newfoundland. No? I mean, I say nobody does. <laughs> like, certainly we mm. didn't. But like, it's how many thirty degrees? Like, what weather? What does the weather need to be like to get in a pool? 20, 25, like at least 20. 20 at is least the minimum 20. for outdoor pool being uh, appealing. Absolutely. And you guys here, you probably get 100 days a year that are above 20, and we probably get like uh, 40 or 50. It's changing. You know, the world's burning. The world, um, the sun is going to explode. The sun's getting closer. I think that's what it is. I hope Don't so. listen. It's not oil. The sun is just creeping up on us. I don't know if you watched uh, Peter Anthony's IG stories when he was talking about the movie Moonfall, which is no. on Prime, which is about the moon like coming towards oh, Earth. Wild. It's yeah. so fucking bad and good, and like it's nice. like it's the best bad movie you could watch. Oh, that's sick! Like and, so but, like, many super tropes. Enjoyable. Yeah, super enjoyable. I love. I have a real thing for end of the world movies. They're, They're my favorite. Twenty twelve was fantastic. Yes. Really bad. Right, but like very like the world falling apart, like literally right behind him as he's driving away, is so funny. 
It's so funny to just no, picture like, that, but with a moon. Like that's moon. You gotta watch Moonfall. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's on Netflix. So it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, Prime Prime Video. Yeah, Moon Moonfall. Fall. Don't actually <laughs> watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll be good. Oh my god, let's let's introduce my guest. For this podcast, I love the twelve minutes of preamble that made yeah. no sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> went from a uh, went from a uh, water beetles to uh, end of the world movies, but that's how True. it is. Uh, returning guest, second time solo. Yeah, I think so. Sec- I second solo. Once with Chris, once with Adrian, once with Mitch. Oh my god, fuck! That's right. But uh, second Shit. time solo. And then you did one with. Oh yeah, Chris. Me and Mitch Baker Adrian. did. Uh, Baker. I'm trying to remember. That wasn't actual intoxicated. Mm-hmm. We did one intoxicated, and then we did a. couple. That was a great uh, one. That was one of the first ones I did, back in person. Uh, after like the lockdowns. All right, and up. Uh, Baker gave you a, a notebook, which I still your have. Your first moleskin. It's over there. Yeah, I very still, nice notebook. I still put jokes in there. Nice. Um, which is weird because like it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> I would hope so. Rest in peace. I'll just write we my. We miss you, Baker. Uh, I'll, I'll write my manifestations uh, if I don't have any joke ideas, which is probably a lot of the time. Um, yeah, so second time solo guest, a Halifax favorite, Albert Coon. Uh, thank you, thank you. Welcome yeah. back, Thanks buddy. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good to be here. Glad I reached out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah I, I probably would have asked you eventually anyway. For sure. Yeah. Just uh, I feel like with the uh, you know we got to get out and promote this uh, this oh. album recording. You know I'm. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it right now. So plugs up front. That was the deal. So plugs up front. Uh, yeah, you got to do the plugs up front because otherwise, you know, like sixty percent of people listen to the end, but you know we got to sixty percent. That's good for how long these podcasts about, about are. About sixty. That's excellent. You okay, because. Couple hours is long. Like it's, I listen in chunks. So like, uh, I'll listen. I think a to, lot of uh, people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you got you got to pick away at it. If if you, here's the thing. If you're not gonna hard cap it at an hour, then fuck it. Two, two and a half, whatever it is, is fine. I think those are the two. Either go super long format or like hard cap at like thirty, sixty, or yes. you know maybe like seventy minutes, but like. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. I should try it sometime. I should bring on a guest and be like, let's try to make it an hour podcast and see if it's like as a test to be like, see if people actually like the shorter episodes. Because I'll try. I think there's also something to, um, I mean, there's one way to do that, which is just to edit, but that's too much work. It is Um, so hard, especially with (laughs) long, because, well, the reason being, and I'll tell inside podcasting, because there's so many things that come up in conversation that mold into one another. Yeah. That it's so hard to cut things sometimes because then the subject makes no sense. Yeah. And it, it, uh, so that's why I tend to just, Mostly keep everything. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a better. I mean, it's definitely more conversational. Yeah, like I, th- I think that's what you want. Those are the podcasts podcast. I like. Yeah, for sure. That's no? uh, well, uh, Opie and Anthony, which I'm uh, mm. a big fan of, mm. and uh, like the which is like a podcast, even though it's not. Uh, and now, like Rogan, I know people hate Rogan. I'll listen to whenever he's got a comic on. I like. Yeah, like, I, I enjoy it. I think he's Fuck good. Yeah. I think he's very good at what he does. Yes. Um. Oh. And and I I think if you. I don't know if you expect 
too much from people, then uh, they'll they'll fall short. And you know, you can, you can say they're like a bad person or whatever. But like, I don't know. I I don't think you can expect people to have you know the. I don't even want to say right political opinions because I don't think any of it's necessarily mm-hmm. right. I, I definitely uh, am a, a pretty left guy, but like, I don't think that somebody's saying, you know, I, I don't know what. Uh, I'm just saying Rogan should be allowed to say the M word. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just well, I think <laughs> most Rogan fans. I think that I would actually be confident to say the majority of Rogan fans aren't fully like pro Joe Rogan. They like the podcast. They like the interaction. They like the guests. Like, I don't know. I think he's got a big cult following buying on it, uh, on it, like supplements. You know what I mean? Like uh, following all of his guys, like uh, Hinchcliffe and all those guys. Like I, I do think he has, a huge number of people it's like a cult. who are just fully in well i agree with the guy and that's not necessarily a good thing but uh, I, I don't know it's really funny i got a taste of it when i posted a reel that just had rogan in the title yeah holy shit well number one it's, it has the most views of anything i've ever posted really? and the comments oh my god they're coming for me oh because he's like, like joe rogan, rogan. well the People don't get it. So it was me and Brad Dor- Dorian. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about Rogan and he was like, I hear you're a Joe Rogan apologist. And then I was making fun of Joe Rogan fans, yeah. but I am one. Yeah. So that's what people that's things. what people didn't get. Like they thought I was just making fun of his fans. Oh, but I was just yeah, going, yeah. Hey guys, you gotta hear him out. Like so like I, I was like joking. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Which but is people don't get thing. jokes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is one of the like. Uh, speaking of Peter Anthony, I just find it is one of those. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah. You, you've heard his joke about that, right? Yeah. No, which one? Oh, it's a great joke. I don't like do his whole bit. It's like it is one of those. Of course, it is one of those. Oh yeah, it's like very, it, yeah, 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 yeah. The whole thing. It's a great yeah. Bit, yeah. I, I said can't it can't be what it's not. Can't be what it's not. Yeah. I said what I said. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're now we're just burning that. Yeah. Um. I actually. <laughs> I said that I said that uh, over text today and I hated myself. I was like, uh, oh, God, I'm one of those people. So but I said it. I said it is what it is. If you're going to do cliches, though, it's better to do old cliches than new cliches. Like fucking yeah. people. Uh, I uh, was just watching a video earlier and it did that. Uh, um, uh, blank understood the assignment thing. Oh, yeah. Like the song, like the terrible is it a song. Yeah, I think it's a song, but it, it's uh, oh. like the video, like the real, uh, real thing. I assume it all actually comes from TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I uh, mainly uh, uh, reels and whatever Facebook videos are called. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know, TikTok. I've had TikTok, <laughs> but I've never like posted on it. Oh, you're on it? Uh, I, I yeah. don't think uh, I have it do you, anymore. Do you Let's scroll? see. I, I've been known to scroll TikTok. Here's the thing about these, uh, these. Uh, fucking apps is i feel like they're they uh uh you know they judge you and they assume as a man that you want nothing but uh titties titties yeah and they just start sending you fucking tits and tits and tits and it's like what a horrible thing i mean it is kind of because like i don't need a fucking tit app (laughs) i need a fucking app for tits you know what i mean like and there's probably a better like if you're gonna make an app that's just sending me like fucking tits all the time you know and they they get like and, and it's like a censored app you know it's like a yeah. family friendly titty app uh, i i got no 
no place yeah. in my life for that. I just don't want it. I don't know. So it's uh, it's weird. But uh, the uh, it was on Instagram Reels, and it just uh, I don't know people who yeah quote online things in real life. It's just always uh, again well well trodden territory. Yeah. that it's annoying, I love that well trodden, well trodden, well trodden. Yeah. I might be I I feel like I'm. Uh, I think it's just trodden. I trodden? think trodden is like uh, treaded. Let's see if I'm I, using that correctly. Please look at you know I've wanted to do a segment on the show about phrases and their origins. Well trodden, much frequented or used by walkers, travelers, etc. Gooses. <laughs> this is what it says. Wait, can it? Gooses. Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> the fuck does that what? mean? Why does it say gooses? Gooses. Ah, gooses, geeses. I want this quiz on plural nouns. Ooh, this is a fun uh, quiz. Do you want to do a yes. fun quiz? What's the fun quiz? Which of the following nouns has an irregular plural form? Cactus, wallet, goat, or party? Cacti- cactus, goat. What was the other one? Wallet or party? What was the question? Which of the following nouns has an irregular plural form? Cactus. The correct answer is party. The plural of party is partius. It's crazy. <laughs> partius. <laughs> um, now it's cacti. Cacti. Cacti is the plural of party. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's fun. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be down to figure out where words come from. Where or does phrases. well-trodden uh, words or phrases? Okay. Um, it, is, it is what it is. It is what it is. Where does that come from? Uh, where does that come from? Uh, this is uh, thrilling. The 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 process. Oh, you should look these things up. You're at a machine. I know, right? I'm You've gonna mirror this so we can both see. It is um, what it is. It is what it is. Maybe that's not not the best one to do. That's true. Uh, what's another phrase? Ah, uh, uh, you let the cat out of the bag. No, cat out of the bag is a good one to cat look out up. Cat out of the bag is a good one. That's you know, I one. heard it's from, um, there was a, a bag. Back in the day, you know, people would have these bags, you know, and, uh, you know, like a bag. Like, you, they're not around much anymore. You, know, you can't get bags anymore. But it's like... Um, I guess it'd be like a piece of cloth, you know, and it kind of comes to like, like there's a circle on top that's open, but on the bottom, usually it's closed. Yes. And uh, usually sometimes. Yeah. Not always, but usually. And uh, you'd put cats in there. Cats. When someone would purchase a pig, the vendor would sneak a cat in the bed into the bag (laughs) instead. Oh, that's crazy. Cheating the buyer out of the higher price for a pig. (laughs) It wasn't until the buyer arrived at home and literally let the cat out of the bag that they'd realize that they've been scammed. That's I <laughs> that's what? wild. That's fun. That's Holy a fun shit. new segment. I actually really uh, like this. Yeah, what's, that's a fun. What's another one, Albert? Hey, uh, I'd like to buy a pig. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the pig's name is Mittens. <laughs> Why does this pig keep me howling? Why is this pig hissing at me? Yeah. Um, fuck, what's another one? Uh, cut out of the bag. Um, what about um, this bacon tastes awful? <laughs> fuck. <Yeah. laughs> um, 
That's another fucking comment. Spilled the beans. Let's just go on this uh, this uh, one topic of uh, narking. Uh, to spill the beans, origin. This is likely drawn from the ancient Greek process of voting, huh? where votes were cast by placing one of two different colored beans in a vase. They can't all be fun. If someone literally <laughs> spilled, spilled, spilled the bag, the beans, uh, the election results would be revealed. Ooh. Oh. That's pretty wild. Spill the, oh, so it's kind of like, I actually, that kind of makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. It's like sense. revealing things. It's not fun. Like, it's I feel like we one. hit on, like, the first one was kind of the best one. Like, the pigs and the cats, you know, that's just a... I want to look up... Beans aren't as fun as cats. Fly by the seat. Oh, fly by the seat of your pants. I believe that's like if you got launched off of a, uh, uh, you know, like a bike and you are flying by just the seat of your pantaloons. Okay, maybe. Fly by the seat of your pants is parlance from the early days. I don't know what that means. Parlance. (laughs) Parlance from the early days of aviation. Aircraft initially had had few navigation aids and flying was accompanied by means of the pilot's judgment. Uh, Your judgment, well known to be contained in the seat of your pants. (laughs) The term emerged in the 1930s and was first widely used in reports. Okay, this is boring. That, yeah, and it kind of didn't explain it also. No, it really didn't. The term comes from aviation. Uh, Man. Yeah, this... Uh, We've run out of steam on this side. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. We need a new phrase. What's a, what's a phrase? Uh, 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 wait. Uh, I say them all the time. I say I, I, common I, phrases all the time. You're a very, very trite person, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see, an old time expression. Go to old time expression generator. Ooh, there's gotta be one. I'm sure there's a generator. I wanna uh, I wanna not mirror it. Oh, display. Oh, That's easy. Yeah. Just display settings. Fuck. Fucking huh. Christ. Dear God. <laughs> I swear I'm a professional. <laughs> swear to um, God. But that bringing up just the desktop thing, I use it all the time. It's a fun, fun little tip for all you uh, listeners ha- out there. That's a fun hack from a hack. I still feel bad when I insult you. No, do it. I'll insult you. (laughs) Let's pull up a generator. A generator. And then put it on this screen, and then we got it in the video. I think we do need a generator because we're losing power here. (laughs) You haven't even plugged your show yet. Oh, that's true. Uh, June 22nd. Uh, this is a fun thing. We're doing it. We're recording a comedy mixtape yes, with a um, bunch of very, very funny comedians. You know, it's a, everyone kind of from the same class, uh, class of comedy, the comedy class, uh, a lot of different styles, but it's me, uh, mm. Chris, uh, Chris, Can you name everybody, Chris Hayleff, who you just had on. Hayleff. Um, he listed me first, so I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm listing him first too. Oh, it's not little tweet. tip for tat thing. Uh, he's a real fucking hack. Mm. Um, I forgot what you're talking about. No, Who else uh, is on the show? Uh, two Kyles. We got Carpenter and Barnett. Both great Kyles. Very good Kyles. Uh, great we got Kyles. Joseph Harfouche. Mm. Very funny. We got uh, Emma Mater. Nice. Very funny. They're all very Brandon funny. Brandon Michael. Very funny. 
We got Jim Temple. Very funny. And I think I'm also there. That's got to be. It's a lot of comics. Is that? I think I got everyone. I'll, I'll call it. I got everyone. I right? think you did. Yeah, I'm pretty good at knowing. But yeah, it's just. Uh, Pre- oh, no, you forgot someone. Brandon. Oh, I said Brandon. Did you? Ah. You didn't hear Instant it. Instant replay, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back and listen. No, I definitely said Brandon. Um, yeah, yeah. It's going to be super fun. I mean, there's uh, it's a long fucking lineup. There's some other people who definitely like could be on it in terms of uh, the class. Of Ooh, name too. them. Uh, I'm not going to. Name that. I can't name people. It's just a lot of really fucking funny comments. Listen, if we could do one big mega three disc album of all the comics in Halifax, we would, but that's just craziness. Yeah, that's exactly we it. We There's, can't do that. Like, like uh, I mean, that. Sam's definitely in our like class of oh. comics, and he's so fucking funny. Like, he, he would be great on the album. And, um, like, Mitch is kind of in there, too. You know, mm. he started around the same time. Like, we could definitely... Yeah, it'd be great. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, it's already going to be very long as a show. Yeah. I think as an album... It'll be nice You have less tight. constraints. Mm-hmm. But as a show, you're very constrained by time. And I, I mean, it's... Yes. Uh, honestly, like, if I can line up those decided, like, two years ago. Oh. I mean, we had the idea, but I'm going to be oh, honest yeah. with Chris, you. Chris said that the, this idea was, it's going back was a while a long ago. Time. Yeah. It's going back a long time. My God. So guys, go to that. June 22nd at the Carlton. Yeah, check it out. Two check shows, out. early, late show. Um, I don't know. I've been to album tapings. I per- always prefer the late shows because I find the comics are less nervous and they just want to like let loose during the late show because yeah. they get the early one over with. Yeah, and then I I find that the late show is actually more like a little looser. So if you're like a really great audience member, go to the first show. Yeah, let's just fucking <laughs> knock that one out. Get a good tape. You know, if you're if you're somebody who's like quiet until I just fucking hit one of those walk off home run jokes. You know, any of them really. Any of my jokes are like that. Um, so if you're one of those people, you know, come out to the early show. I think it's good to, if you can get the early show good, like if, if everything's good on the early show, that's what you want. And then uh, the late show, like, like if you can, and also if you come, don't fucking be a, don't be a chatty Kathy. Don't be a drunk drunkard. Don't be a drunk dog. Go to the early show and then go get drunk. But- go to the early show, get drunk, come back. And then go who, up on stage. Who knows? <laughs> do your act again. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have the like the order of the the lineup yet? I don't think it's decided. It's one of those things. Like it's a long show, so like uh, somebody, uh, uh, Dan was like, "Man, you should make sure you're not going up last. That's going to be tough." <laughs> it's a long show, but you're doing shorter sets. Not not. It's not like you're doing like no, but like. Think about the mics. Now, it's not a mic. Everyone's going to be doing their best stuff, and it's not going to be the same audience and stuff like that. Like the, I, I think there's a lot of advantages over over like a regular mic. Yeah. But think about a mic with nine people on it, how yeah. tough the headliner has it. Oh, yeah, totally. I think, and though... And there is no headliner. Like, it's everyone's on equal footing. Like, that's the... Well, that's the thing. I think it's going to be such a good show that it's not going to feel long um, to people. So Yeah, I, and I think that's definitely true. I think everyone's going to kill it. Uh, we we do have to put some like thought into you know I, I feel I like most comics it. are um, 
pretty different. But like, I, I think there's some like some people are better at opening than others, depending yes. on the uh, like, like, I think that's an energy thing. Highly um, agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, yeah, I, I think there's some thought to be put into it, but we'll probably have different lineups on the first one than the second one. Right. Certainly nobody will have to bullet twice. Um, nobody will close it out twice. Um, right. Which I, but I, I don't think, uh, I originally I did, but, uh, I, I think I've been kind of convinced that closing it out would not be the best spot. It's one of those classes thing. I, I think it's one of those, you know, third or fourth is the spot you want, but. Um, you're love probably, third or fourth. Third or fourth is always the best on a mic. Like yes. that's that's where you want to be for sure. Or, yes. I mean, unless it's one of those shows where like all the audience shows up halfway through, <laughs> then you want to be you want to be the third comic after like the show really starts. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Like if, uh, There's a warm a up, few, an arc to a warm up. Yeah, for, sure. for it's it's difficult, and uh, again, I, I think something like somebody higher energy. Yeah. Better. But I mean, yes. also we got fucking Travis hosting, so like I, oh, I think it'll fuck be, yeah, you guys yeah, are in good hands. Like it, it'll it'll be set up well for whoever's building for sure. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be super fun. Um, and the album's gonna be out at some point after that. It's gonna be really. I, I just love the idea of having like um, like we're all well not at like uh, Kyle Barnett's been at it for um uh, a long time. I guess uh, eight. I want to say eight years. I feel like it started in 2014. Probably around, like, same as Dan. I think so, Dan's, yeah. Yeah, around the same. Yeah. I know they lived together for a while, too. That's so funny. Yeah, that's well, so that's cute. Back oh, in the day. Oh, cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. So, the, the original asses of comedy, June 22nd. The original asses of Halifax comedy, June 22nd at the Carlton. Carlton. Uh, two shows, one at, uh, fuck, I always fuck it up. Seven and nine. Is Am I right? I think it's seven and nine thirty because I oh. think originally I said six thirty and nine. Uh, so it's a two-hour show, but you got to give some time in between to clean up. Yes. Let's see. Um, let's see what the Coke bottle says. Oh, do you see this sick? Guy? Yeah, seven and nine thirty. I saw your poster. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah, look at that. It's not an actual poster. We um, we're doing Design. fake posters. Uh, yeah. Brandon did the real one. Fucking, it's a sick poster. Um, it's all yeah. of our faces. Yeah. merged together and uh <laughs> well insanity. all of our faces merged together and uh emma's hand <laughs> smoking a joint it's sick that's amazing sarah yeah. put the put it right in here yeah insert it the original analysis of halifax comedy, comedy. live stand-up mixtape recording uh fifteen dollars Fifteen dollars. Fifteen bones what a bargain it'll be the best fifteen dollars you'll spend fifteen bones ever. bargain Mm-hmm. Bam. I mean, $15. Like, what? What I go boss in there? $15? $15. What, what can 15. you get for $15? You can get a, get a mixed plate at Meza? Hey, listen. Don't buy Starbucks for the next three days. That's all. Come to yeah, our show exactly, instead. Exactly. Exactly. That's what. That's where it really makes even. a difference. Like, like, yeah. Truly. Like, yeah. fucking, you, I don't go to Starbucks. I usually get a larger size Starbucks when I go. So it's yeah. even more than that. It's even a more large, than $5. Is it really? Oh yeah. I don't tend to see. I need to be honest with you. This uh, a uh, a cold brew from uh, Tim Hortons. That's our sponsor today. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Uh, four bucks or three ninety for a large cold brew, which is like a lot when you think about Tim Hortons. It's fine. Cold brew you can make at home. So much better. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, Albert's right. Listen, Albert. Buy a buy a cold brew rig, or uh, 
have your mom get you one for Christmas. And, <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened to you? Uh, yeah, my, it was just very sweet. I was um, I was using an old uh, juice jug and I just like put a bunch of coffee beans and a bunch of cold water in there, like just free ball it. And then I'd like pour it out. Did it work? No filter. Uh, it was great. A lot of, a lot of grit. You can it's make- a grittier cold brew. <laughs> I'll, I'll say if you don't filter out the beans, it's a very gritty. It's a very gritty tasting cold brew. You can make it with a French press. Yeah, that, that's actually what I did. I filtered it in a French press. That, I, I, I got to do that. I actually, I started, you should. It's so good. I started buying the the Starbucks cold uh, iced coffee, like that you just get at the grocery store, and that's pretty, oh pretty fucking yeah, good it's too. solid for sure. I. I'll say one thing about making cold brew at home is if you have like not great beans or if you have old beans, you can um, make cold brew and it, it tastes like delicious, oh. but it wouldn't make as good hot coffee. I think it cuts a lot of the uh, acidity out. It's good for your stomach too. If you oh, have stomach damn. issues, just drink cold brew. Oh, I, I, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got, I got the bad stomach issues. Old Gut Rot McClellan. Oh my God. We got the random phrase generator. If we want to play with us for All a right. bit. Yeah, yeah, All right. that is. It is right out of the gate. Uh, right out of the gate. Where's this at? So is the game we're playing like where you have to, we're not doing our classic, uh, me and Baker's classic. Trying to come up with a joke. Well, let's I'm... like let's seriously try to come up with it. So, where do you think "right out of the gate" came from? I think that "right out of the gate" is uh, a. Uh, I think it's one of those phrases that um, uh, comes from horse racing, and it's about somebody winning right out of the gate. Okay, they come out come out with a huge lead right out of the gate. Um, is that it? That is it. Nice. The expression right out of the gate is believed to be from horse racing. Literally just says from horse racing. Why is that? Because of a device called the starting (laughs) gate. The point of this gate is to ensure a fair start for everyone at the beginning of a race. Horse racing. They're probably racing to get over to this guy. The whores love me. (laughs) Let's do one. Let's do two more. All right. Two more. In a pickle. Okay, see this. Uh... <laughs> in a pickle. So, um, yeah, this is one of those phrases that comes from the perspective of a cucumber. <laughs> you know, I'm in trouble. I'm locked inside of this vinegary brine. And, uh, and you can't get out. You <laughs> can't get out. You're in a pickle. That's it. Um. It's a lot more sophisticated, apparently. Origin is William Shakespeare is thought to be the first to use the idiom in a pickle in The Tempest. Ah, The Tempest. (laughs) But he gave it a somewhat different meaning. Um, In England, pickle actually refers to something close to relish. Um, And one is in a pickle if they're inebriated. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's why people, that's where the pickle shot comes from. Pickleback. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> nah, I don't know. Not a fact. <laughs> uh, uh, fun fact though, Tempest. Honestly, it's my favorite. Uh, it's my favorite. Uh, my second favorite is Temper, and my third favorite is Temp. <laughs> temp. Temper. <laughs> temp. Temper and Tempest. <laughs> I actually don't know the um, premise of the Tempest. Uh, I believe it's about an old shoe salesman. I, I think it has something to do with the water 
and a salesman. <laughs> I know. I never. I read three pages of it. Here's the thing. Fuck I own a lot of books. I've read three pages of all of them. <laughs> Dude, the self-help section of that, that bookcase. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. can we read some self? Yeah. Can we go random page self-help Oh my book? God. That would be fun too. I love. Uh, we're really not. We're not going to get to the segments today, you guys. Oh, no, we can do segments. I did prepare something. Mm. Yeah. One more phrase. I don't like this one though. A dog in a manger. A dog in the manger. I, I believe uh, that refers to uh, uh, Jesus. I actually really like this because it has the meaning underneath it. Oh, nice. Someone who prevents others from being valuable, from using valuable items, even though they have no need for them. Oh, that's crazy. I don't know. A manger is like... Uh... Oh, so like if you had a dog, and I, I guess a manger is like... a. I think of it with Jesus. Like a stable you know, thingy? Lord and Savior. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> um, but I think of it like with Jesus. But I guess it's like a farm thing. You know, they got like straw and stuff yes. like that. So it's probably like a farm thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so you got all your cows there and they're trying to eat the straw. And then this dog's like, ah, it's my straw. You know, right. so he'll bite. Like he'll bite the cows in their throats. <laughs> Jesus, you can cut that out. That was gross. Uh, but yeah, so like the the dog would attack the cows. Yes, that would and, not be a good situation. And the dog would get sick from eating so much straw. <laughs> I think that's where it comes from. What uh, what's the down to the wire? Down to the wire. Um, that's like um, that's like, like when having I a good time. Like you're trying to get down. You know, you're watching old HBO classics. You that's know, you're when getting I'm, down to the wire. That's when I wear out my bras and it's down uh, to just the wire. Uh, classic. Yeah, classic broke Sarah. The he doesn't underwire. buy new clothes. Yeah. yeah, down to the wire origin. Let's see. <clears throat> so it means to the last minute, to the very end. For example, okay, it's just giving me the meaning. Oh, also from horse racing. This term comes from horse racing where. It was um, long the practice to stretch a wire across and above the track at the finish line. That seems scary. Yeah. Would that hurt the horse? I imagine. Yeah, I, I probably. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think hurting horses is not something they're super concerned about in horse racing. No. I yeah. think they kind of feel like, ah, look, it's a rabbit. Try it. First of all, horses don't even eat rabbits. No. Oh, uh, they don't use, that's for dog racing, isn't it? Oh, God. Do they use horses for, or do they use rabbits for horse racing, like a rabbit around the track? That is just dogs. Is dog racing a thing with a rabbit? I think in like, like uh, dog racing, you have a rabbit going along the track and that's what they're chasing. That's so sad. It's not a real rabbit. It's like a rabbit on a stick. Oh, okay. Much like better. On the, along the fence kind of? Much better. I'm going to be honest with you. I uh, Everything I know about any kind of animal racing, I learned from The Simpsons. So I'm just like vaguely remembering the scene <laughs> from The Simpsons. But I'm pretty sure they do have like a, a rabbit. Okay. Yeah. But probably not for horses, so uh, no. ignore that earlier bad point I made. Probably not. Um, what should we do next? Okay, so we have the segments. We also have voicemails. Voicemails. Yeah, you know we, what? We also have self-help books. We have a lot to get to. This is a jam-packed yeah, sure. jam episode. Let's do JP'd. voicemails. Okay, we're doing voicemails, everybody. Um, so we're going to hear from some people. 
Um, I'm gonna play what these anonymous. Nice. So we got we got five. We have five. Five VMs. So I'm playing these in order of how I received them. Yeah, smart. Right. All right. So our first voicemail is from Anonymous, and I'm going to play it right now. Intrigue. Uh, hey, Sarah and Albert. I'm calling from Tatamagush, Nova Scotia. Got a question about what to do in this sort of uncomfortable situation with a really good friend of mine that recently moved away. Anyway, so he's a comedian too, uh, and he recently moved to British Columbia, uh, which is like super cool. I miss him a ton. But when he got out there, he had this beautiful long hair, and he's like shaved <laughs> it into a mullet and wears like biker chaps now and he's like grown out this like handlebar mustache uh which is like fine because i want the best for him because he's a beautiful person and whatever he wants to be in life is like totally fine and he still has the same great heart but it's really wild this huge just like shift in like his aesthetic but that's not entirely the problem that I want advice on. When he lived here, he, uh, I lent him a pair of my favorite Blundstones, these like awesome green Blundstones I had. And when he moved to BC, he took them with him. Uh, and I just want my Blundstones back. Um, but I don't want to be a dick because like I love him. I probably have like a bunch of like hidden feelings about him. And I still really want that relationship and for it to be like, comfortable and good but i also want my blundstones back uh, so maybe you could just like give me some advice on how to not be a dick and get my favorite blundstones back anyways you guys are both great uh amazing work great podcasts uh you're all rad thanks sarah thanks albert uh ha okay bye <laughs> thank you i he said anonymous, so I won't reveal who that we, is. We but, both uh, know, I think. Yeah, who that's uh, M. Yes. Classic M, M. We'll call him. And here's the thing. I, I, I just want to address this. Um, the uh, the mysterious comedian who moved away. You know, I know what you're thinking. Like, he doesn't get how you feel. But, I mean, to be fair, Matt has walked a mile in your shoes, so... He probably knows exactly how you're feeling. Probably walked many miles. Many miles. The man has to walk a lot. Uh, up mountains, down mountains. Up mountains, down mountains. He's got these huge um, <laughs> sores on his feet because Blundstones, <laughs> you know, those aren't hiking boots. They're not? I have no idea. Oh, I've never no, worn Blundstones. I've always considered them like a multi-purpose shoe. A mul an MPS, okay. An MPS. I get it. I, I, I have wanted a pair forever. They are so pricey. So I don't blame M for wanting them back. I'm going to be honest with you. Never loan anyone a shoe that. Never loan anyone anything. Never loan anyone a shoe, though, for sure. If somebody loans me a shoe, I'm assuming I'm being given a shoe. And this yeah. is no offense to M. Great guy. Love the guy. Uh, met him, uh, I think, once. Run some great shows. Very nice guy. Fuck yeah. 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 Super cool. Uh, but I, I'll say it. If you loan somebody a shoe, I, I think they get to take the shoes because I don't know. My feet stink. 
Like yeah, if I wear too. a shoe, those are marked. It's like when a fucking cat pisses in <laughs> to like mark its territory. I, I feel like that's what I do when I put on a shoe. It's a very intimate thing. It's almost like underwear. It is. It's like loaning somebody. I'd say it's worse than loaning somebody underwear. Because um, the shoes are like, well, because you can't wash a shoe. You can, sort of. There's no way you can wash shoes. You can, you can kind of wash I'm shoes. I'm going to be honest with you, Sarah. I find you never this wash- out now. Whole bunch of stuff you can wash I didn't know about. You know you're supposed to wash like your range hood? Your what? The range hood of your stove. What? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. All what right. Is, what is that? Nah, you're, you're the, right. Oh, you the, don't have one. Oh, no. Oh, okay. It's like the thing that goes about I'm off the. Stove. I'm off the case. Anyways. I'm off the hook. Uh, live with a lady. I'm learning there's all kinds of stuff you're supposed to wash. Well, like your Do walls? Do you know you're supposed to wash your balls? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that you're actually not supposed to wash your vagina? That's crazy. Hot water only, baby. Hot water soap, only. Soap gives you the infections. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know? I, I think it's definitely true that you shouldn't be shoving stuff up your hoo-ha. N- nothing like brown sugar, cinnamon scented body scrub or anything like like yeah, that. Definitely not. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. But OK, so how can M get these back from our good friend, Matt? Listen, I think you got to be blunt. Stones. <laughs> you know what I would do if I was him, honestly? I would bring it up very casually the next time they're talking. Like. No. Bad. No, but hear me out. Okay. So you be Matt and I'll be M. Oh, I have a mullet. Oh my God, I miss you so much. How, how, like, how are things in BC? I'm just walking everywhere. My feet hurt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we, we miss you so much back in Nova Scotia and by the way like if you happen to like have those bloodstones I landed you um, maybe you could ship those back to me blunts no I don't smoke weed but tell that to everything about me <laughs> um, no I burned your shoes <laughs> See, that's how that interaction will go if you approach it that way. Here's what you do, Em. Here's what you do. I mean, you heard Sarah's approach. It didn't work out. Didn't work out. In that situation, if you approach it that way, Baker will burn your shoes. You don't want that. And he's not an angry guy. It's just the way you approached it. I just, I'm kind of with you. I would hate to ask for, like, I've lent movies, like DVDs to people, like back in the day, you know? Back in the day when you yeah. watched DVDs and never got them back. And I think about them all the time. Never going to ask. I just returned a DVD that I got a loan of two years ago. No way. Two years. I think years. this is a call to action. And I put a coffee stain on the DVD cover. Fuck, man. But at terrible. Least That's why it took me so long. I tried to like scrub it out and I couldn't. I think this is a call to action yeah. to all people listening. If you have something that belongs to somebody else... Maybe like reach out and be like, do you want it back? Do that. No. Here's what you do. You pull the classic HP uh, HP computer return technique. What's you do that? Is you send uh, a, a postage paid box that can hold the item that you want. So you send a box that's empty, postage paid return. And inside of it, you put a little note and it says, hey, I'd love to see you. I was going to walk over and see you, but I can't walk. Because <laughs> you have my shoes. Because you have my fucking shoes. You piece of shit. 
put him back in here and then I'll, you know, I'll get him back and then I'll walk over. But I'm going to be honest with you, sending a like vaguely passive aggressive note inside of a postage paid return uh, box, not the worst way to get something back. I think that'd be fun. You know what? Almost as fun as tuning into a podcast because one of your dear friends is a guest on the podcast only to hear another dear friend call in and then find out that way. I said, I have this theory that that just was Matt. <laughs> that was. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be amazing. The second shooter. All right. Next voicemail. Um, so we hope that helps you. Yeah. Shout out to uh, M and uh, Town of Gush in general. Baker. What a great town yeah, that is. Great town. Oh, it's so nice. So the, nice. Uh, shout out to the waters uh, near Town of uh, Pugwash. They are just eight degrees warmer. Oh, in the surrounding area. The oh, Strait. Oh, fuck They're yeah. in the Strait of PEI. It's so nice. You can swim in the ocean and like you could swim there now. If it's a nice day, you can swim. Fuck yeah. I'm yeah, down for like, that. Certainly by July. All right. Next voicemail. Oh, and Baker, we we miss you. Yeah, come back to us, bitch. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've never in my life ever called Matt bitch until just now. I love how you're like, that's some crazy thing. I can't believe it. I've never called him a bitch before. I've definitely called that man a bitch. All right. Next voicemail is from Jim Temple on the original asses of comedy. Yeah. Very, very funny. Here we go. Hey Sarah. Um, hey Sarah. Uh, um, I just came for the first time. Uh, and I, I heard you're supposed to pee after it. Who do you think? Thank you very much, Jim, for that wonderful, uh, I'll say it, my advice, go pee. Yeah. If it feels right, do it, Jim. <laughs> also, I feel very special that Jim chose to send in a podcast of voicemail. Very sweet of him. Right after his first orgasm. I need to be honest with you. It's weird that that was like running through his head the whole time. Do you think that's what he was thinking about? Should I pee? 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 <laughs> like, no, I mean like the like, like, like uh, podcast, podcast, podcast. <laughs> I think that's only what I think about. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, ladies should pee after sex because of semen. You don't want that semen up in there. You know, so you got to. That's true. You got to get know. it out with guys. I don't know if that's so much a thing. Is that get a thing? that cummies out of your cunt, bitches? Ew. That's the way I feel anytime. Like the. Your reaction to that is how I react anytime anyone. T- yeah. Keep all that vag talk to yourself. <laughs> <lady>. <laughs> yeah. So you I would say. You can cut out me saying cunt, though. I would probably. say. Um. Jim, when you hear this on Friday, <laughs> on Friday, you you can pee, pee, do it. Yeah, on Friday you clean, should pee. Clean those pipes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next voicemail. Here we go. Allison, Cuba. Allison Cuba. Here we go. 
Hi, this is Al Allison Kuba Kuba Allison Kuba calling to complain about your guest. I don't like him. He stinks. He has a joke about. He says he he lost his remote job, but it's it's probably in the couch. How does it? How can a job be in a couch? How how big is the couch? It's stupid. And and what? Do you only have one shirt? Why are you always wearing the same shirt? Get a new shirt. It's kind of uncalled this for. This is Allison. Allison Kuba. I don't like the sound of this Allison. She did not like you. Is it true? Yeah. That, is it true that you only have the one <clears throat> shirt? I do only have one shirt. Um, can we conf- <laughs> can we can we confirm this by going back to the old <laughs> Albert Coombs episode? Oh, I bet I am wearing the same shirt in most of these. I definitely wore this on the Banana Boys. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yep. Banana Boys there. To be fair, this shirt is a classic for a reason. And it's a Hawaiian shirt brand, Hawaiian shirt, you know, so it's pretty cool. You weren't on the solo one. No. Uh, what about the first one? Me and Chris. There's a Hawaiian shirt on that. What kind of Hawaiian shirt? It's the darker one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that shirt as much. I think I got rid of it. I think I'm down to just the two Hawaiian shirts I really like. No, the one with Chris, you were wearing a sweater. I remember that. Oh, me too, actually. Yeah, it's nice weird. sweater. It's weird the things you remember from podcasts. Yeah, for sure. That first shout out to that first podcast. God damn. I definitely feel like I'll never do better on a podcast. <laughs> that was so fun. Hell uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's this about a remote job? Oh, it's a joke I do. You know, it's not it's not quite working, but I I think there's something there. You know, I think there's something there. It's, um, but it never works. But it's, uh, I lost my remote job. It's probably just in, in the, the couch. Co- you know? <laughs> I like, I like yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. It's a pretty good joke. Oh. I mean, it's, it's fine. I like it. I like it. Um, how do you know this, Allison? Ah, uh, you know, she's a lady. She lives down the block, you know. She's like a fan, but she like likes to hate you. Yeah, I I'm think one of those. Yeah, it's like a love to hate relationship. You know, she it's, loves to hate me. I hate to love her. <laughs> you know? Okay, well, Allison, thank you for calling in. Thanks, and, uh, Allison. You bish. And um, continue to please let me know what you think of my guests. Yeah, I, I would yeah, love that. Keep calling in. Keep calling in. I would love that. Um, we have more voicemail. Is this live, by the way? We're doing this live, right? Yeah, we're yeah, live. this is live. We're live, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. We're live. We're live. Nice. Perfect. Live, All right, live, continue. Live. All right, we have Alan Rickman on the phone. Alan Rickman. Hi, this is Al Alan R- Rickman. This is Alan Rickman calling to say that. Uh, I disagree with that last bitch, Allison. Yeah. Kind of a name is Allison, you know. I I think it's the remote job joke. Yeah, it's it's not working, but there's potential, you know. And this is Alan Rickman talking, so you know I've got chops. Uh, 
the shirt thing's true though. Get a new fucking shirt. Jesus Christ. What are you fucking one shirt, one shirt, Susie? <laughs> this is Alan Rickman. <laughs> oh man, first of all, gotta say it, Alan. Loved him in Harry Potter. Mm. He's a very funny guy. R.I.P. I gotta I gotta say. Um, he thinks your joke has legs. He thinks it has legs, like which a, is nice. Like you know? a coach has legs. <laughs> yeah, couches, my joke. A lot of things with legs. Well, they, you, me, legs. Legs. <laughs> hey, my joke's like a spider. It's got I legs. Love, I just love the idea of a segment. Does it have legs? Does it have legs? And it's just like premises. It's just, but, like, yeah, it's like the segment's called Does It Have Legs? But it's not actually jokes. We're just listing pieces of furniture. Yeah. Chair, yes, it does. Or like creatures. <laughs> creatures, yeah. Creatures doesn't have legs. Snakes, no, they don't. Oh my gosh. Nice, that was fun. Okay, Alan Rickman, look at that. Alan Rickman, Thank can you. you believe? Like, what a that's, what a that's cool thing that he called wild. him. I mean, he's been dead for years. Yeah, calling pretty us. Cool. Pretty cool. I think we have one more. One more, okay. Under this is. Let's see, caller. Let's hear. Hi, this is Al calling from the from the song. You can call me Al. And I just wanted to say I'm a little suspicious of those first two calls. I believe they may be a ruse. I'm a scientist, you know, and I, I think I picked up on some subtle subtle issues with their voices that uh i don't know call me crazy hang on a second there's somebody there i'll get who is it mages the force the force anyways this is the al from the song call me al and this is yoda fucking pretty good that's oh, crazy. That was Al from the Sun. Call me Al. And Yoda. <laughs> Yoda. Holy fuck. Do they, do they live in the same apartment complex? <laughs> they, they, all live. <laughs> they all live in the same place. I, uh, I, that was a, as I was recording that, I was like, I don't like the idea of anyone ever hearing that. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want that to, oh. to be something that's out in the world. My um, God! Holy yeah. shit! That was fun. That was wow. nice legend. I let me say, speak pipe gold, worth the extra money for you, the extended time. You do want the woman. extended time, also. Like if you get on speak pipe gold, obviously you get you know you get bigger names like your Alan Rickman's, your Al's from the from, song. From the song, call, call me Al. Al. You know they yeah. all they all did have like their name started with Al, which was strange. strange. That they happen to be listening Yoda. at the same time. Yeah. Hmm. Yoda's name doesn't start with Al. It's weird <laughs> that he said, my name is Yoda. Instead of, <laughs> Yoda, my name is. You know, I feel like that's kind of what he'd, <laughs> what he'd say. He wouldn't say, my name is Yoda. It's a crazy <laughs> impression, I was going to say. Is it like bad or good? No, it's good. Oh, thank you. It's yeah. really good. It's the only one I can do. That and uh, Louis Armstrong a little bit, but just because they're very similar. Yeah. I bet you've heard my bit about that. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. Okay. Yoda's a fun one to do. It kind of racks your throat, though. Oh, I can't my God. do impressions good. I wish I could. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a tough one to do pull off. It is because it's tough to pull off. Even just for uh, like doing act outs and stuff like that, it's definitely something I, I want to do. Uh, I want to learn how to do it and uh, start actively. I'm I'm trying to start actively like putting act outs into um, into jokes. Just uh, like being like if you're doing something where like ah, and then this person said to me, if you go into their voice. <laughs> Right. It like it's such a small thing or it sounds like a small thing, but it just like it makes makes it better. I don't know. Watching uh uh when I did the weekend with uh Mr. Peter Anthony coming up again. Uh, yes. but uh he's so funny. But uh he so does good. that a lot. Yeah. Like, just like he'll do the like if he's acting if the, he's saying something, he'll act out the bit. Right. Which I just it it's Makes things so much better. Mm-hmm. Like it just adds so much to a bit, and it's so difficult to do. You'll get there. Yeah, Time. thank you. Time. <laughs> yeah. Be patient. But you have to actively try to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying that. Like, obviously, you know, all these people have been doing it forever. Like, I know, not, right? But Decades. To start actively trying to put those things into place where you can see them, mm-hmm. but just knowing that they won't be funny at first because you won't know how to do it. That is actually very true. I have a joke that involves singing that I'm too Ooh. chicken to bring to stage yet because I'm like, I, I gotta get that oh, down. Oh, singing I, on stage is super uncomfortable. But today. it's very quick singing. Like, it's not, it's like, not like. What are you saying? Do it here on the pod. No. Do it on the P. <clears throat> it's just like talking about how, like, I'm depressed, but I listen to pop music that's like the most happy, bubbly pop. Like, like, like what I listen to in my earphones is like a complete contrast. As oh, to, to like watch. how I feel. That's so funny. You're just trying to pump uh, pump happiness into the ears so it'll pretty much fucking hit off of the terrible, terrible shit that's happening inside your brain. The war that's yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. The, the war. war in my head. War in my head. That's uh, my album my title. My head is a <laughs> barren wasteland. Ah, there's 40 nope. guys in my head with trench foot. The war. <laughs> the war in my head. Uh, if Baron. I could go back in time, I would kill baby Hitler and end the <laughs> war in my head. <laughs> oh, my Christ. All right, Albert, let's do the first segment. All right. Assumptions. All right. What do you the assume? Ass- assumption segment time. Assumption number one. You are full of beans. <laughs> you mean like I eat a lot of beans? <laughs> I do eat a lot of beans. Full of beans. I ate this uh, guy. lentils and rice earlier today. Oh, good. I'm correct. That Well, no, lentil's not a bean, is it? It's a legume. Uh, it's Same a, family. Okay, okay, okay. Same family. Hey, you into the beans? I like beans, yeah. I, I like well, beans I'm too. a vegetarian, so you have to eat a lot of beans. You gotta, you gotta do I that. Also, fart a lot. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact about me. Could they farter. be related? I don't know. Ah, I, oh. even on non-being, I'm a farter. You I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> he farts. He's a farter. My Seinfeld, not very good. Oh my gosh! So we went to this place that served uh, maple pancakes. They served farts. 
They served maple pancake <laughs> yeah. breakfast, and one of the options for a side was baked beans, which I Ooh, love. Yeah, yeah. But only a little bit, good. like a little scoop of baked beans like with your breakfast. Pan. Like not not a lot. I just yeah. I like a little bit. Um, and I said that I want the beans, and my entire family turned and judged me so hard. Really? For ordering baked beans because they thought I would have gas. Oh, that's crazy. And so I literally was like, I'll take the bacon. And I changed my Oh, order. that's sad. Your family shamed you away from a healthier healthier choice. Because I don't know if you know this, but uh, beans, beans go for your heart. Ooh, and we need that. You do? I mean, yeah, it's very important, especially in today's climate. Yes, <laughs> today's climate. Um, okay. Assumption number two involves my friend Clifton. Nice. He also had a take on this. Okay. His assumption was the opposite of mine. So I need you to set the record. Okay, let's dial in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight. So he assumed that all your underwear is the same. Like like they all look the same. And I assumed the opposite. Oh, that I very I need to be honest with you. I've got uh some sets and I've got some uh oh. non like I've acquired them. Novelty. Yeah. There's, uh, I've got uh, at least two pairs of Coca-Cola boxers. Shout out to Coca-Cola. Oh, I love Coca-Cola. Coke is so good. I had a glass bottle of Coke last night when I got home. Oh, so good. Mm. Um, yeah, very good. Okay, so we're both kind of right. Yeah, I, I'd say they're more varied than not. I'm trying to like get in the habit of throwing more stuff out when it gets bad. Or Yeah, that's yeah I, I was going to say or donating it, but you don't donate. Old Under. boxers, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, I'd say there's a good variety. Um, about fifty percent boxer, about fifty percent boxer brief, but I'm more into the the boxer these days. He also Clifton also said that you wear a lot of tidy whiteies. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> Was that a serious thing from him? Do you think? I did that. Who knows? See, Clifton. I <laughs> See, the expect... thing is, when you're friends with comics, you really don't know what's true and what's a joke. That's very true. Uh, I expect that Clifton wears a lot of tidy whities on his head and <laughs> sings in the mirror while he's doing it. <laughs> I expect that he slides into his bathroom <laughs> wearing tidy whities on his head, <laughs> holding up a brush as a microphone. With sunglasses and on? With sunglasses on, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I would assume that he has a lot of like, I don't know, themed underwear. Yeah, he definitely has movie and television I feel show. Like- I'd bet that he has at least five. He has boxers from at least five different Fox programs. Ooh, okay. Well, I, I definitely, I think five's the number, but I, I think you could take an over under on that. I'll check it and fact check in the intro. Yeah, do it. Um, see, I feel like adult men can get away with stuff like that. Whereas okay, like, I mean, if I'm a 35-year-old woman with like my little pony underwear, that's weird, right? Yeah, I mean, being a 35-year-old man with my little pony underwear is much worse. <laughs> For sure. It's so creepy. If you have a My Little Pony underwear and this mustache, you should be put in jail. Just yes. In, just in case. Oh, my God. Just in case. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, oh okay. Um, my, other, my next assumption. You are a great concert buddy. Oh, I do go to a lot of... Um, all right, used to it anymore. I'm going to uh, see Rage Against the Machine in Ottawa this summer. Though. 
I'm are super you excited the type? About. Are you a good concert buyer, though? And by that I mean, are you someone who sticks with your pack? So it really if depends. you if you have a good spot, you don't leave it. Oh, I'm not a I'm not a at the front guy. Oh, I find you're that not. very intimidating. Uh, there's a lot of too many people around, and I I don't find it. There are some bands where like it makes a difference, but like for the most part, it doesn't. Okay. Like, I just as soon. Um, like when we saw uh, two very notable ones were Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh, Nas, both of them with mm. a bunch of people. Mm. A couple of us stayed back, kind of leisurely enjoyed, and then uh, a bunch of people went up to the front. And uh, my buddy, uh, you know, he pissed in a bottle. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I can't piss in a bottle around a bunch of people. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. So, like, you're up there and then you kind of can leave to pee and you have to fight your way back in and you're drinking, you know, and, and maybe not all, maybe that's not all <laughs> you right? know, you're having a few drinks and yeah, it it's is, just not. Yeah. It is insane. The people who like camp out for it's hours intense. to like get to the front. Like, yeah, what, it seems what crazy. You, what, yeah. What would you do for, you would just hold it or you'd really not drink a lot or yeah. try, try to drink as little as you can. My buddy, like, uh, he pissed in a bottle. Oh my is, God. I wasn't, I wasn't up there with him, but he pissed in a bottle. And he had another bottle that was the same bottle that was full of water, and he like shook the water bottle after he like Stop. Pissed on it. Everyone, everyone thought he was like fucking piss on him, but it was actually just water. Oh my God! But like, they thought it was piss for sure. Holy shit! Super funny. I mean, not really super funny. Anyways, that's the kind of stuff. Past guest told me that at a concert once they. Who was this? They said that they all just peed in one area of the ground. Oh, <laughs> it's just so gross. Like I don't know. I don't know what. Like I'm good. There's a certain it. degree I'm... of gross that you have to deal with at. Uh, like I, I went to Oshaga, um, I guess 2014 to 2017. Like uh, yeah. every summer, and it was sick. It was so much fun. But like, there's a certain amount of gross that you have to deal with. Yes. Like, so there's like a field of. Uh, uh, there's porta potties, but there's also a field of porta potty urinals, which is a wild thing. It's just like it's like a there's, there's like four spots, yeah. And you you know there's a little and there's like a little bit of a like a barrier. You know you can get two shoulders on. Oh. Nobody will see your ween. You know <laughs> nobody Holy wants that. Molly. But uh, you lean in, but you're you're walking through this um, this forest, you know. And let's say there's a little squish under your foot, and you just have to think. I hope it rained because like there's some there's a give there's a give to it. I'll say there's a there's a give to the ground uh, that you have to. It's a little bit gross, like concerts like that are just a little bit gross. Oh, my God. You know, but there's so much fun and you get to like cross off a lot of. um, People you want to see like a a lot of musicians at once. Like I saw uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh, Radiohead. Right. Oh, fuck yeah. Crazy. Um, And uh, next year, Kendrick and Nas. And when Kendrick was on stage, most F came up at the end and like freestyled with him. And it was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. and the first year, who was it? J. Cole, uh, now a basketball player, uh, <laughs> formerly a rapper, J. Cole. Uh, and uh, Jack White is like my favorite oh, uh, musician. And uh, Outkast. It's fucking crazy. God damn. Like, what a fucking, 
for you know whatever it was 300 bucks plus you have to get to montreal i guess but like 300 bucks but i mean to see you might as well acts. exactly yeah, right you're gonna so see so many fun. people but it's exhausting <clears throat> oh. like, i think i'd have a hard time leg wise just standing did for you that camp out uh no we got airbnbs and just like fucking stuffed them yeah, so the first I year i went on my own which was like kind of a like I well, I knew somebody, but I didn't know them that well who was going. Uh, so it wasn't like and you know, you can't be like a ah, fucking tag along guy. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you gotta, you know, so I was on my own for most of the time. Um, but it was super fun. I got there and I didn't have accommodations booked though. So I like got there and I was on the festival grounds and I just like went to the there was like an info center and I was like, listen, like I'm how the fuck can you live that way? New to this city. I would and be. I need a place to stay, and she was like, "Well, everything's booked." Yeah, because of Oshaga, and I think just for laughs is at the same time. So it's yeah, like every, the- yeah, so hard to find a place. But she just started calling hotels for me. It took her like an hour. She found a place, got me a room, um, and uh, I don't get there until like fucking one in the morning or something like after the concert. And they were like, "Yeah, we had three different people trying to get this room Holy fuck. after you booked it." Why he was would like, you I go know- and not book anything? I was fucking dumb. I don't know, 20, ah! 21. I don't I, know oh my I God. That's in not. In 2014, I was, oh no, I was 23. I was too old to be that dumb. <laughs> no, th- but there are some people who travel very impulsively. And it's yeah. just, that's just not my style. It came together late for sure. And I didn't book my flight either. Oh my God. <laughs> Albert. Shout out to my mom once again. My mom, like, I, well, because it was when I, um, <laughs> Is that the year I graduated? Doesn't I feel like I graduated in 2015, not 2014. But I don't know. I was definitely I don't know. My mom bought me the flight on like Air Miles Points or something That's like really that. That's really nice. So I flew into Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, got a train from Ottawa to Montreal. Oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah, you'd think. Except the fucking trains here stink. So I was late on the way back. Like the train stopped for like two hours or something. And I ended up missing my flight. Um, they, they got me a new one for free, but it, it was just like, oh, brutal. It's insane that like two hours, like they break down on the side of the road for two hours. Just uh, trains stink. Mm. Don't ride the train. That's my uh, that's my take. On that. <laughs> don't ride don't fucking don't ride trains in Canada. They Come stink. On, I mean, like subways or something like that is different. Oh, like, yeah, that'd um, be different. Intercity trains. I've never no good. T- taken a train anywhere. I'm Super fun. I, I've taken them like outside of uh, Canada and they're sick. Mm. But uh, within this country, I, I just don't feel like they're. And apparently, it's awesome. Like uh, I know, my dad went uh, like from here to uh, uh, BC when he was a Holy kid. Like shit. took that train. I think he was able to do it for free because my grandfather like worked for uh, CN Rail. But uh, what did that take? Oh, it's a long trip, but apparently it's beautiful. Like taking the uh, through the Rockies. Oh my god, shit! It's supposed to be unreal. It's something I'd really like to do, but. Again, it's very expensive. It's um, way more than it would cost to um, fly. Oh, yeah. To get from here to BC. Or I, I imagine it's more. I don't know why they charge that much. I think they could fill trains if they didn't charge much. Right, right, right. Like, let's say it was 50 or 100 bucks to get from here to Montreal and back. Oh, yeah. Say 100 bucks oh, return. Yeah. Oh, who wouldn't yeah. do it? Who would? Oh, I'd be there all the time, especially like students and like young people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you travel all the time. But I feel like it's a lot. Check. Uh, check how much it costs to I'm get to. Um, what am I looking at? Via rail? Yeah. Via rail is the only uh, place I know of. But I, I think it's I think it's a lot more than um, you'd expect. And I, I also think it's um, 
I mean, it's very slow is the thing also. It just takes a lot longer. Right. So you have to kind of go with the intent to have it be a, you have to be patient. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. But you could, you know, you can have a good time. Like it's just when you're working two days is a big deal. Mm. Like two extra vacation days for me is, you know, I get 15 vacation days, you know, and I get other sick time, you know, I, I get it. Enough uh, time off and all that. Like, I'm not, I'm not complaining, but like 15 vacation days in a year, you can use those up pretty quick, especially if you're using them for shows. Like, I, I've already got almost all of my vacation booked. And, you know, by the time the fall See, comes around, I plan on doing some other travel to, to do shows. And, oh, uh, fuck yeah. That's going gonna anywhere, be everything. Go, going to any, anywhere like far? So I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to Ottawa to see uh, Rage Against the Machine and uh, run the jewels and uh, the national. It's like the it's Ottawa amazing. Blues Fest or whatever. It's going to be super fun. Uh, and um, we're going to, uh, or I, I'm going to do uh, spots at uh, Yucks while I'm up there, which is sick. Ooh, that's um, amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, if Fuck you're in, yeah. Uh, if you're in Ottawa the weekend of, uh, let's see, uh, Let's see when when that is. Uh, I think it's like the 16th of July. I'm not going to look it up. Nobody's going to be in Ottawa. Uh, if you are, hit me up. Find me. Um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be um, it's going to be fun. That's really fun. And uh, in October, I plan on going up to um, Calgary and trying to do some shows in um, Alberta. Oh, that'd be betcha. Yeah, yeah, getting a couple of things lined up through um, some uh, wonderful comics out there. Uh, oh. Yeah. I, I just got to say the best thing about Martin's roasting yeah. is that he says his joke and does not crack a smile after. Yeah. And, and the crowd erupts and he's just like, Staying in the bit. You got to stay in the bit. And like most comics would smile or even like they would be pumped like the crowd. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah, I I definitely think there's something to that. The way you. um, Yeah, the way you deliver jokes and not. uh, I mean, I wouldn't say ignoring the crowd's reaction, but like not. um, I know. uh, You ever watch Talking Funny like that? uh, It's like an HBO conversation it's uh seinfeld uh ricky gervais yeah, chris that. rock and uh, louis ck very, oh like, very okay well done mm. um ricky gervais clearly um not on the same standing as a stand-up as those other guys right you know, right right he's not on that uh, uh but it, <laughs> it's, i felt like a couple of times like kind of like seemed to enjoy disagreeing with things that he said. Uh, like there was a couple of times when you were like, yeah, these guys clearly don't. I don't want to say they don't respect. Cause I think everyone loves working your face. It's like a, like the TV is made and stuff like that. Like a, he's a great, um, I don't, I don't know his stand up at all. You know, I, I don't know much stand up, I guess, mm-hmm. but, um, he's, just not in that category. No, no, comics no. As those guys. Yeah, so, you know, I those are like the greatest of all. Time. Yeah. <laughs> but he just had a couple of like <clears throat> kind of superior takes where he was like, ah, uh, you know, you're not really laughing at that joke. You're, you know, laughing at the idea of somebody laughing at that joke. You know what I mean? Like he was like a level mm-hmm. removed, like kind of like uh. British. Um, and they were like, no, it's really, 
just a funny thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah, exactly. It's not always complicated. Yeah. People laugh at funny things. For sure. Yeah, exactly. And they're yeah. not all smart, you know? That not everything that's funny is smart. Oh um, my god, that's true. For example, I mean you're <laughs> neither. <laughs> <laughs> But oh um, my gosh, weird transitions. Now we're talking about rose bottles. This actually. Oh yeah, staying in the bit. That that was the thing they talked about. uh, Yeah, they were like talking about uh, the idea when something is happening. If the audience is um, clapping or whatever, what what you should do is stay in the moment that you were in that caused them to clap. Yeah, yeah. During the clapping. Yeah, like stay, stay in that, uh, stay in that bit. I feel like that's something. I, that's I think what I always do, I, you know. I when actually, I'm getting uproarious laughter, I find it kind of easy to do that. She stays in the bit. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, but I also just have a hard time taking in energy. Yeah, I, I get that for sure. I, I was talking to Chris about it. Like, like doing well, I still don't feel it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, you don't, I don't have to worry about that happening too much. I don't, I still don't feel that like feeling. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to explain. No, like, I, I, like you don't, my, but you don't, you don't feed off of the energy of the crowd. In it, that way. Well, like, you know, like I did a weekend at Yucks and like it was like, yeah, congrats. That was good, eh? It was high pressure and I did well. Like from a technical yeah. span, from a technical, technical standpoint, I did well. Um, but Big laughs. I, I didn't feel it. I mean, you're probably just too nervous. And I think that's what it was. I think I was just very stressed. And I was just in survival mode of get through this, get it done. Yeah. I think it, it takes time to get more comfortable on stage. And especially like on stage in front of a lot of people. Like that's yeah. a bit of a different. Uh, you've done uh, guests at before that. I, do, I did two guests nice. before doing this. Um, and they went well too? You were there for my second one. My second one I didn't like. Um, when uh, when was second that? one was in December. Back in December. Um, I was just I, there to watch. I wasn't. It was a Christmas party crowd. Okay. And okay. I found my first, again, like I, I, yeah. I mean, this is a whole rabbit hole, but like I, I just, I'm very leaps and bounds from where I would want to be and where I want to be is writing jokes that I enjoy that also do well. Yeah. Cause I don't really relate to the ones that do well right now. Cause they're so old. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, that's it, maybe that's a, a sign of personal growth. Oh, you know what I mean? Am I growing? You might be. You might just oh. be growing. Because if you don't, yeah, if you don't relate to, I mean, I think that's the the a, a pitfall of uh, personal material. Yes. Oh, that, big uh, time. As you change, and because I don't know, when you're talking about your flaws, you don't want to get too locked onto your flaws. No. Like as a person, you don't want to get too invested in being like, uh, like I've got a bunch of, um, uh, you know fat jokes and stuff like that and it's like uh, you don't want to be like invested in being unhealthy i'm not saying that like i'm necessarily unhealthy but yeah. like like i you know jokes about smoking and stuff like that like I, it's I, you can't let those things be a part of your character although now i i'm you know define uh, seven you. seven ish uh Months off of the darts, which oh, is good. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, more assumptions about Albert. We're going to get get through these. Assumptions. So, um, concert buddy. You, uh, the other thing I said was um, you would be a good road trip buddy. 
Yeah, I. Yeah. I feel like you'd be someone I'd so. love to drive long distances with. Like Thank when you. when me and Clifton went to Maine. I was like, I think Albert would be my first choice of person. Oh, that's that like, nice, nice. Should have came with us on like a fucking <laughs> nine hour drive. I remember you two mentioning that one. Cause yeah, yeah, you and uh, Clifton came over and hung out with. Uh, that was so fun. Me and Angel. Was that, uh, that was before, like that, it wasn't mine and Angela's place then though, right? It was just yours. Yeah. Very different now. <laughs> it looks so much How's better. cohabitation going? Uh, really good. I've never done it before, so it's like a big change. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's going really well. Fuck yeah. Uh, she, she's girled it up, a.k.a. cleaned it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> like, oh, it looks so nice. Actually, wait. We've got... Uh, let's see if I, I have a picture. So... Uh, and this is my idea. I'd love to blame it on Angela, but it's, we got her a chair uh, at uh, like Angela, a chair for the corner and uh, like a nice window chair. Yeah. And uh, uh, we got a smaller version of the same chair for the cat. It's very sweet. Let's see if we can. Uh, Albert's in love, everybody. Uh, <laughs> whatever. You know, fine. Wow. Uh, yeah, of Let course. Let me see. Uh, let's see if I can find a picture. I meant to take one before I left and I didn't. Uh, Smaller one for the cat. Oh, it's very like sweet. How do you like living with oh, a cat? Oh, look at this. You, well, you saw my place before. This is just in the living oh, room. Look gorgeous. at that. It's blue now. It's very nice. Well, not only do you, are you living with a woman, but you're living with a very artistic yeah, woman who knows like, aesthetic and color. And that's what she does for work, like for so uh, fuck film. Fuck yeah. Like uh, set dressing. That's or like amazing. It's a, a I need her does. help. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and look at this fucking Labradorite. That's mine. It's a rock I own. Show it to the camera. Let the people see that rock. Yes. Uh, shout out to Labradorite. It's a great stone. Some might say it's a crystal. Yeah. They might. So one, one, <laughs> one could say that Albert's into crystals. Yeah, I mean, I guess the difference between uh, crystals and rocks. <laughs> um, I don't think it is a crystal, right? Like, aren't crystals um, a specific, uh, you know what I mean? Like a geometric shape formed through... I thought um, Labradorite was a crystal. Uh, I mean, it's certainly a mineral. Mm. It, it but it doesn't really form crystals. I, I think it like goes in veins in another piece of rock. Like uh, I don't know if that's actually a chunk of solid uh, labradorite, or because yeah. the the shiny thing is what I think of as being labradorite, like that um, that shimmer. Right. Um. But I, like a crystal, like quartz is a crystal. Like the way quartz grows, it grows in crystals. Like things that grow. You ever do that sugar? crystal experiment you know what i mean where you hang like a piece of string down in the sugar water oh I've... and it makes like crystals oh yeah 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 i think it's things that form specific and i i think that's the process that makes it a crystal is uh it um you know going from a liquid into a solid like i like i think it's a specific structure caused from um Mm. Um, whatever. What do you call it when something goes from a liquid to a solid? Uh, <laughs> freezing is dumb. Is that that's just water, right? Yeah. What's the word for it? Freezing might just be water. I'm uh, no scientist. <laughs> Neither am I. Uh, it's been a long time what? since I've known anything about anything. It's well, weird to look <laughs> yes. back to like. That's so I used weird. to know so much fucking shit. You know, this is what happens when you stop reading and you start just being an asshole all the time. <laughs> You, you literally just don't learn. Well, that's why I like podcasts, right? Because you can learn things 
And I a, mean, you do and you don't. I, I, Anything I passive. I learn things. I, I learn mean, things. I think you do, but I also, I think it's passive. I think the active, like the act of reading is uh, much more valuable than yeah. listening. See, I think that depends on the person. I Yeah, that's probably Because reading, I can't take shit in. And I also like... ADHD. You know, uh, I want to, I want to read and I used to, and I just don't anymore. I've got so many books that I want to read. I read, I read half of uh, The Grapes of Wrath over uh, eight flights between here and Newfoundland. I only read on the plane. I was trying to write a bit about that, but I, I haven't figured it out. But just, uh, I legitimately, I only read in like airports and when I'm on a plane. Probably me too. I, I tried to read like probably before, but- me too. Uh, predictions for how Albert meets his downfall. <laughs> um, I've tried to read like before bed and stuff. I just, yeah. I literally just end up going on my phone or just passing out before. Yeah, I I like want to. You know, I've got so many books. We've got a great chair for it now. Um. Uh, in the corner you know it'd be good to like read there there's a light over top it'd it'd be nice but I just don't I don't know and I might just not be that uh, like when I was uh, young I'll I'll say like pre-20 it was really university that made me stop reading because I used to read a lot for fun and then uh, I was always like uh, behind on work in university like not doing enough so I I always kind of felt like if I was going to read I I should be reading textbooks and like Mm. studying and then um, that became my only interaction with reading was reading about fucking engineering, which I didn't like. Right, right, right. You know, and then yeah, failing out of that. You're <laughs> engineering some jokes, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. And then going to business where you don't have to read anything ever or right. know anything. It's very true. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, business was, I, I mean, business is a, a great degree. but uh, It is. If you, I don't know. If, uh, I, if you do it right, you know. Yeah, I think you can get as much or as little out of any program as you want. Uh, there's That's something so to having a degree. Yeah, there's you some, get some jobs. Something to it. And a lot of fucking fun. Still a, a lot of my uh, really good friends uh, from, from uh, university, for sure. Mm. So. You make good friendships there. No regrets, for sure. Um, okay, another assumption about you is I wrote... <laughs> I, I, I don't want this to come off the wrong way. You would buy most things, most items if they were a good price like items ridiculous items like if you came across a ridiculous item like let's say it was a fucking i don't know a crystal table or something but it was like a deal you would buy it i feel like you're the type of person who if you saw things that even if they didn't fit into your life you would still buy them so i don't own a lot of but like yeah, I used to own one of those switchblade combs. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a perfect... Like, like stuff like as that. As a kid, absolutely. Now... No, not so much? Not so much. You know, all my money's tied up in uh, pictures of cats. Oh, so you're really, doing uh, the NFTs? I'm a big, uh, I'm a big NFT Oh, guy. my God. That's an assumption. Uh, uh, you do look like you're into NFTs. Yeah, for okay. sure. It's super like, uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't start off being into NFTs. It just crypto in general. And then I um, kind of ventured I'm in there. I'm kind of learning about it because the, the Elevate podcast guys are big into it. And they were kind of telling me about it. Um, Yeah. Great time to get into it now because everything's down. Uh, if you have any money, I'd like, I'd, I'd even if it's just, I don't know, what can you, like, you think about 50 bucks a month over the next 
two years. Let's say the bear market lasts two years. If you put 50 bucks a month in, you know, that's 1200 bucks. It's probably not going to go down to, I mean, fucking, I don't know shit. Yeah, it yeah, could yeah. Go down. I don't think it's going to zero. Like, I think there's almost no chance of it going. I, I mean, maybe Bitcoin will hit 20K and then everything else will go like down quite a bit. But like, uh, if you put like 50 bucks a month in over two years and then that's when things start ramping up again. I mean, these things like they, you know, triple, quadruple, like mm. you don't make those kinds of returns in any other, even if you just bought Bitcoin, honestly, because like Bitcoin's not that volatile. Hmm. I mean, it's like pretty volatile, but it's not volatile. Like, um, oh my God, the amount of shit I bought that's like down a bunch right now is crazy. But like, it's all more than made up for by some, uh, I bought a couple of pictures of cats that were just the right cat pictures and they, uh, they, they did well. All right. So I'm still like, you got to advise me on this shit. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the important thing about giving crypto advice is just to be like, ah, you could lose all your money. So, yeah, you and could. I, I, I don't I, know I mean, if I'm in a place right now to and do things like that. I mean, a yeah. couple hundred bucks now could be a couple thousand later. Is kind of the idea. If and if you if you can hold on to it and not look at it, that's the other thing. You, oh, you I wanna, can certainly do that. Yeah, like Bitcoin's thirty grand right now. Um, approximately uh, uh, American thirty thousand dollars. Uh, it'll probably go up to like I don't know one hundred fifty, two hundred in the next mm-hmm. several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean that's what most people think. Uh, I I don't know if there's another asset that you could buy that's probably going to be worth five times as much in five years. Like that's pretty good, uh, and it's pretty safe. Like it's not. Like the other ones, honestly, any of them could. I mean, Ethereum's not going to go to zero. Any of the other ones, like I, I don't think it's likely, but they could just disappear. Mm. So you don't want to, you don't want to put too much money in those. Although, I have, like, I don't know. I've also invested in fucking scams. Don't listen to me. We bought. Uh, I talked. I talked a few people into buying it. What? I talked a few people into buying X Magnet. Fucking X what? Magnet. What's this? It's uh It's a uh, an online gaming token or so they'd have you believe and they just fucking rugged us all um it was one of those things where i was like this might be a scam but at the amount you're getting and their plans if it's not a scam then it's going to be one of those like thousand x things you know what i mean it'll go up a thousand times uh and if it is a scam you'll lose all your money and uh, how much was that uh it doesn't matter <gasps> it's not that much money but it's like I, I mean, and it's more than like I, I'm. Oh my god! Right, right now, when everything's down, I'm like uh, a little bit better than even. Okay. And I've taken money out, so like it, it's fine. Uh, and that's with everything down. Like if mm-hmm. it goes back up, which I expect it will, I'll, I'll be up. But uh, if you take away a couple of mistakes like that, but here's another thing. So I lost however much in that, but uh, I. It entered like a Twitter contest to win like a picture, like an NFT of a, a bird. And I won it. And uh, I sold it for, I think, four and a half Kusama when Kusama was um, $400. So I, I won on Twitter a picture of a bird that was worth like, 
I think it worked out to be like 1200 US. So it's like somebody just gave me $1,200. What the heck? It's insane. Yeah. I, so that more than makes up for, you know, they the money. They contests on Twitter? Yeah, there's a lot of Twitter contests. Uh, my Twitter is exclusively uh, crypto. Uh, don't look it up, though, because, you know, I don't, I'm not plugging uh, Twitter. <laughs> I, I only use it to, like, enter crypto contests and stuff like that. But, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't think you can get here's the thing. I don't think you can really learn about crypto without like buying some. Like I think you have kind of have to have some skin in the game to really Got to get in there. Got to get yeah. in there. Cuz uh listen, yeah. the world's going to end. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. And it probably won't do much for the next couple of years. Maybe it will. I mean, it's always going to be like a fun ride. Just whatever you do, if you put money into it and it goes down, um I don't put any money in that you can't lose. Uh, and uh, if it goes down, don't sell it when it's down unless you have reason to believe that it's going to go to zero. But like, just if you get scared, great general like advice. Like, if you take all your money out when it's down, then it'll go up, maybe. Mm. And like, I'd rather, I'd rather lose all of say two hundred bucks if it goes to zero, than I bought something for two hundred. It goes down to fifty. And now it's like, yes, I could take out that $50 and have it. And then I only lost $150. What's the difference between losing $150 and $200? Nothing. Nothing, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's $50, I guess. But, like, I'd rather leave it in there and then maybe it'll go up. Yeah, exactly. But I am, in my soul, a gambler. <laughs> so like, Seems not, that way. Yeah. Uh, like, I enjoy, uh, like, blackjack and stuff like that. So, like, I, I've definitely, you know. Did, that uh, is in your blood for sure. Yeah. But I, I enjoy high stakes, baby. Yeah. And like, like I, I'm not saying I'm like a degenerate. Like, no. I, I think you, anything you do, you just have to be reasonable about it. It's exciting. Like these like risks. Super fun. Yeah. Like it, it must be exhilarating. In, it, I mean, when way. it's going well and it's great because when it's going bad, you don't have to pay attention to it. That's the thing about crypto. Like when crypto's down, you don't have to pay attention to it. It's not eating your time. And when it's up, it's like eating your time. But you're like having a blast, you know? Interesting. Yeah. All right. Fun ride. Highly recommended. But don't Throw away your money. Don't gamble your life away. Life is m not just about money. I I, I kind exactly of it. I kind of understand it, but I, you know I'm picking away at my understanding of it. Yeah. Now I know just enough to like to somebody who doesn't know anything about it, like really like to like just kind of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but not enough. Yeah. Not enough to make them understand. That's a good. Just point, yeah. enough to confuse the uninitiated. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Um. All right. So those are my assumptions. You should you. Uh, you should also um, you should put a um, uh, a warning <laughs> at the beginning of that crypto thing uh, uh, to say you know for the next eighteen minutes uh, <laughs> uh, if you're a person who isn't interested in crypto you should skip this because there's nothing people fucking hate more than when you talk about crypto. I wouldn't hate it so much if they didn't hack my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny. Like, why? Why would? Why? <laughs> How did you get hacked again? No, I got a uh, Casey Corbin. That's so funny. Was like, I'm in an influencer campaign. Can you vote for me? And I was like, Sure, I'll support my like my comedian type. colleague, Casey Corbin. He seems like he's you know he's entering contests to become an influencer. Listen, I don't know. I just want to support everybody. No, I get it. Um, and that's what they're taking advantage of for sure. But like, but then it's like then yeah. Anyways, I I, I got my account back. I, I unhacked the hacks. So when you clicked on that link that was sent to you. it So 
It takes you into a thing. No, what? And they, then you sign in. Wait, what was it that they did? I think they asked for my phone number. They must have needed. He one asked for phone. my phone number, and he's like, "I'm going to text you a link to vote for me." And then whatever that was in that link gave them access to my Instagram, and then they changed my passwords and everything, and it kicked me out. And uh, then and then whoever was in my account changed my username, changed my email on my account. Connected it to a bunch of other people. And then they... And then they started, like, messaging people about Bitcoin. Oh, about Bitcoin. It's wild, because if they'd gotten you to do the influencer campaign, you would have turned a lot of fucking people. Right? Because I don't know if everyone's biting with Casey Corbin, but if you send me a fucking uh, influencer thing, I'm like, yeah, Sarah is definitely in an influencer contest. I don't know why I take that as a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really a compliment. Super not. No, it's just, it's the kind of thing that, I think it's it's a smart thing to do for you. If it's the right uh, demographic of, of like, like I guess what like your online presence would be like. Yeah, I mean, you, it's something is, that yeah. matters a lot. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I mean, not just to you, but like to to a podcast. I mean, you you want to have as big of an online footprint as you can. And that's the thing, and that's why a lot of people also fell for it when I started like sending messages to people. Yeah, uh, um, here's a rule: never accept any advice about crypto that you don't find yourself. Mm-hmm. Anybody who reaches out to you about anything at all, if you don't know them. Or even if you do, because they could be a bot. But if you don't know a person, um, uh, wait until you see them in person or contact them on a phone or do something to fucking make sure. Like, you just have to assume if somebody's sending you something, uh, especially if it relates to crypto, it's a scam. And if it doesn't sound like them at all. like Crypto's not full of scams. I mean, there's scams in crypto for sure. But it's just that it's a very easy way to scam people. My favorite part was... But if you seek it out, it's not scams. My favorite part was people who were talking back to the hackers. So here's one. Hello. This is what what the message was. Hello. I'm contesting for an ambassadorship slot at an online influencers program. Can you please vote for me? And my friend wrote back, holy fuck. That doesn't even sound remotely like Sarah. You dumb fucking pricks. Causing her all this stress for nothing. Fuck you. That's so funny. That's so a funny. Of, a lot of people talked back we to see, them. Uh, Brandon's really great at doing that. Have you seen oh, it? Has he ever he showed be. you his uh, like uh, dealing with scammers? Uh, it's super funny. Shout oh out to uh, Brandon Michael. Shout out Brandon Michael. Yeah. Um, I listened to half of the podcast between you two. Uh, a little boring. <laughs> Brandon Michael. That's <laughs> no, a great podcast. Uh, part of the original Asses of Halifax Comedy on June 22nd. Yeah, yeah, super excited. He's coming back from uh, Montreal to do that. Um, Okay, Albert, rant. A rant. Do you have a rant Uh, for me? I don't think I do. uh, You've got to have something. uh, Something's pissing you uh, off. Not a a rant exactly, but I I did prepare an unpopular opinion. Oh, we can do unpopular opinion. Don't hate me for this, but it's time for unpopular opinion. I think, and uh, ties back into something we said earlier, I don't think people should uh, discuss sex openly. (laughs) (laughs) And I stand, it's something that like, I think it is an unpopular opinion because people seem to do it. And like, but it's like, I don't think you should, I think the context for talking about sex should be the same as if you were talking about like, Taking a shit. You know, if it's not a context where you could describe a shit, you shouldn't. uh, No, I'm not talking about on stage. I'm just talking about like 
uh, directly discussing it in a in a like an unironic way. Do you mean um like personal experiences with personal, it, or yeah, or personal. like the technical side of things? Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily bad to talk. Like I, I mean, everyone you know jokes and all that, but like. Uh, yeah, p- talking personally about oh, okay, it. got you. I, it just seems weird to me. Like, it seems like it's something people are very comfortable about with. And it's such a and private thing. Like, yeah, it seems like a very private thing to me. But, like, people mm-hmm. don't, uh, generally, they seem to be very comfortable talking about it. It's weird. Uh, yeah, pretty wild. I mean, back when I was having it. Um... <laughs> shout out to 2014. <laughs> shout, out, shout, 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 shout out to 2020, July. <laughs> <laughs> take me back <laughs> those were the good old days am i That's right so um so you know and uh listen back to podcasts from that time and you will notice that sarah is still deeply unhappy i just <laughs> i just love that um for me if i ever talk about it on the podcast it's like buried in a two-hour episode so like a lot of times people don't find it. Yeah. yeah but like, sure. I actually look at like young women podcasting. There's a couple out now Yeah, where that's all the podcast is. Yeah. And I, and I just go, oh, this is, this is going to present some challenges for you. Cause women do it more than men in, in their dating life, especially on a public forum. Yeah. It seems to, I mean, and uh, I, I think it would be a problem for, um, Like finding some, I, I don't know, like the idea of your dirty laundry being aired. Like I, to me, if yeah, like I certainly wouldn't be interested mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in somebody talking about mm-hmm. uh, me that openly in that way, which is like any, any right. of these, like, like these women are doing these podcasts and they're talking about their sex life, but they, they might not be naming the person. No, but they're still like people know who they are, I'm but sure. it is, it is going to, they will reach a point where, um, it will start impacting how they're perceived and For they'll, sure. they'll have to make a choice to either hold back a bit or yeah. You, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think there's, um, yeah, and it's a weird thing because you don't want to stifle somebody creatively. And I, I think performance mm-hmm. is different. Like, I, I mostly mean in conversation. Like, I, I yeah. think the choices you like, make. Yeah, like, I shouldn't just all of a sudden start talking about what happened last night to you. Yeah. I, but I also think, and this goes back to something I said to Chris on the podcast, like, I don't know why we can't just ask people if they want to talk about something rather than just diving right into it. Like consent for conversation. Hey, can I talk to oh. you about like like yeah. hey Albert, can I talk to you about my bad day today? Yeah. I need to say yes or no. It's one of those things though <laughs> where like to the people who would care, they would be I mean you can't say no. You can. If somebody's like, hey, can I talk to you about my bad day? You can't be like, those are called boundaries. The only way, no, the only way you could say no is if you were like, yes, I, I, I don't want to hear that because my dad just died. I think you can still say no. I don't but, know. I, I, I it would have, feel rude. People, I'd feel rude. But those, are, that's what boundaries are, right? Yeah, boundaries are, yeah, uh, that's a rant. Uh, fucking, I don't know, maybe your boundaries aren't that important about some things. If I get like, do you know how much unpleasantness everyone has to deal with all the time? Like, I, I don't think, mm. I think, Ooh. 
Yeah, I think if you're setting hard boundaries, a lot of the time you're also not um, treating people at that same level. Mm. I, I don't think uh, if, if you're setting hard boundaries about all kinds of stuff you're willing to do and not willing to do, I don't think you realize the extent to which other people probably aren't being rude and telling you like, hey, stop doing that. But you're crossing their boundaries. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Because the difference is you're a person who says, this is my boundary, which there's some things that's fine. You yeah. know, if something really makes you uncomfortable. I, I think you should talk to people about it. But I, I think there's a degree to which uh, allowing your boundaries to get crossed on a small level is uh, just being a polite yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that's very true. Like some people, you know what I mean? You just said too many too many things you're uncomfortable with, too many things you're uncomfortable talking. And this is funny because I, I just said, <laughs> but like if somebody started talking to me about That's sex, a- I, I I probably wouldn't be. You wouldn't be rude. Unless you they were be- like a good friend of mine, I, I wouldn't be rude to them. You would. I, I would. I assume you'd probably like make some sort of joke or something. I'd make a joke. You know, that I'd would imply like, I don't want to talk about this. Go to the bathroom as soon as possible. But if they were a close friend, you would. <laughs> But if they were a close friend, presumably that close friend would know Albert's not into that. Yeah. And, and like, know. let's all be self-aware and know who we can and cannot talk to yeah, about, about certain, certain things. certain things you don't talk to with some people, you know? Yeah. It's not... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's such a bad thing. I'm not saying, like, you know, never... And I think there's a difference between joking about something and talking about something seriously, too. Yeah. Like, I, I think you can joke about anything, but, like, for serious conversations, like... Uh, I don't know. But hey, just uh can I I don't know. I think it's okay for people to make you uncomfortable sometimes. But like also oh, you yeah. should try to not make people uncomfortable and some of that is just I don't know like soft skills or whatever. like I don't know. You can I, see on somebody's face if they're uncomfortable. I do think sometimes for that. people have too many boundaries sometimes. You can have too many boundaries. And that is definitely yeah. a thing that that like I think this day and age yeah. um, has provoked a bit, but like things like, um, like I don't always love when people corner me and just emotionally dump. Yeah. And that's, that's where I go. Like I've done a lot today. I've worked, I've done stand up. I've podcast. Like I, I can't like my brain hurts. I'm sorry. I just don't have, I don't have the space to like take in what you're saying. So can we do this another time kind of thing, which is, you know, Depends on how close that person is. It does. It does. That's very uh, true. Because if I, and that's not something that I do. No, no, no. I certainly very rarely. But if I went to somebody who I knew and was like, listen, I've just had it. And it, I tried to talk to them about it. And they were like, listen, let me stop you right there. They're probably not. We're close automatically, friend. yeah, like that. Yeah, close friendship would be like a give and take. You, you, yeah, no, you like, fucking put up with it. I yeah. mean, it's different if I think if you're friends with somebody and like your relationship comes to be them complaining, them bringing problems to you, then that's a problem. But like, I, yeah. I think that is a it's problem. a problem for you to address. You know and, what I mean? Like, <clears throat> that's a conversation. It's not like a. I, that's the other thing. Do you have that conversation? I, I think you have to. I think you have so to have I, it as a conversation. You don't just fucking stop I, being friends with somebody because they mm, annoy you. Yeah, that's tricky. I, I'm actually kind of sort of in that situation right now with a friend. Uh, um, and it's just feels like almost like a fizzle out friendship. And I don't know if that's because I've stopped asking this person to hang out because I know what that hangout becomes. That's tough. 
And so there never was a conversation that was had, but it, it like, ah, it's just, it's a touchy subject. It's tough because I, I think if somebody is your friend, yeah, they might not realize that's what they're doing. Yeah. And you can, uh, I don't know. I mean, we all learn things in life from our friends having difficult conversations like and not even necessarily like i I don't know there's definitely been like a few specific moments i can think of where somebody did the uncomfortable thing and it changed the way i thought about uh for the better yeah of course oh my gosh that's so yeah that's wild that you're saying that i i have i had a very uncomfortable conversation with my best friend like last weekend oh and it was very like Whoo, uncomfortable. Um, bring Chris? up. <laughs> we just brought up all of our demons. Yeah, yeah. How much I hate this guy. Um, uh, but like, she almost left, and I said, "Can you please stay so we can talk about this?" And it, you know, it proceeded into a, I want to say, two-hour conversation. Um, but what, like, totally worth it. Yeah, because it's now out. And there's no resentment anymore. Exactly. There's yeah. zero re- resentment in both of us because we both got it out. And if it something sucked. was building up like that. Yeah, I, I think you have to. I mean, sometimes you can go too far with those. If you start pulling things out of the past, you did, did you? Did you go deep? Yeah, we went deep. But how, it was how old was the oldest grievance discussed? Like I well, actually not that old. But like it was old enough for me not to remember my intention at the time. Like uh, I want to, I want to say like 2010, maybe. You say not that old. I mean, that's like we've been. Well, but her years. and I have been friends since grade two. Still, twelve right? years is an old thing to hang yeah. on to. Yeah, you got beef from twelve years ago. You didn't talk yeah. about. That's but at the end of the day, like I, I think it's easy. Most people are non-confrontational, and yeah, big time. It's good to be non-confrontational about some stuff. Like if if you can, but. Uh, if something is bothering you, like really bugging you, then I think you have to have a conversation about it. Like I'll, I'll say this in my like time, let it go or discuss it, but don't hold on to it and not talk. about it. And that's it. tough. The letting go is tough for a lot letting of people. I think most people need to talk about it. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I, I've gotten in trouble with friends for being too honest. Like I've lost friendships because I was too honest so now with like newer friendships i'm like very cautious with like how i say things like if it's a message like i will have that like written out and i will read over it forever to make sure i'm saying it right that it's not coming off one way that's a and it depends on how close you are with somebody whether or not it's worth having that conversation because i definitely like i don't know i've definitely had that conversation about something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends. And also, if it's something that you're not directly involved with, like if it doesn't involve a direct thing between you and that person, I think you got to be really, really close before you bring it up. Like, yeah. I, I don't think you should do that with somebody. Like, it just, it'll... And that's the thing with this. ...usually make things worse. Yeah. This, in my experience, you know. This is my closest friend that I had that uncomfortable talk with. Yeah, so it makes sense that we had the talk, and it was insanely uncomfortable, but... um, Insanely uncomfortable? But how many years of friendship exactly, are you, like, right? You're weighing that against a couple hours, you yeah. know, whatever yeah. it is. And, like, probably a couple of weeks of it being a bit weird. And now there's, like, so much more understanding, like, uh, as to good. why we act the way we do. But everyone's which is so good to have. Coming from a good 
place most of the time. I right? mean, some people are like, I, but you don't want to think that anyone that like you're really close with is like a manipulator. And short no. of that, you know, uh, everyone's coming from a good place, like the best place they can be, you know, for the most part. So I, I, I think just understanding that somebody's probably coming from a good place. But if you get to a certain level, maybe you need to have a conversation to get that. Do men, like I find, I, I need to ask you this because I kind of touch on it with Chris too, but like I find female friendships quite intense in, in terms of like the closeness and like, they're just very emotional, I guess. Yeah. Um, with male friendships, like do little things come up that you're like, oh, this is, he like did something that kind of bugged me. Like, and it and kind of weighs on your weight. Like, do those things happen or do you find it's mostly lighthearted? And like, um, I, I feel like I'm jealous of y'all. Guys are chill. You yeah. Know, guys, we hang yeah, out. Oh, my God. Beer, Fuck. Know, yeah. Hey, we don't talk about our problems. All we talk <laughs> about is slamming gash. <laughs> slamming oh gash God. and getting cash. We're men. Slamming gash. Yeah. But to, Ever like does that ever happen or no? Yeah, I men will talk about our feelings. You know, but like, 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 what you did bugged me kind of conversations or? Oh yeah, for sure. I certainly, I'm sure I bug a lot of people. <laughs> I go, uh, I mean, I think. Ooh, have you ever been called out on something? Uh, I'm sure I have. I people probably don't do it. And I I wish people would call me out more because I'm a. I feel like I can be annoying. You know, like I, anyone. It's really you know, hard. It's yeah. really hard to be called out. It's hard to be called out, but it's harder to call out. Ooh. Unless you're like a... And here's think? another thing. If you're a person who's usually calling people out, you're annoying. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but like... In, that's 100% me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you do that a lot, though. Uh, maybe in my closer circle. I don't think the so. people I'm talking about would identify with... The one I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not talking about anyone specific, but I just mean like, I don't know. Sometimes tell it like it is is just being a little bit mean. Yes, like I think it's easy, and that's to get. why I think it's very important to like think on your words and and think of all angles of what you're saying before you say it. Yeah, uh, the old cheesy, um, mean what you say. Sis. Say what you mean, mean what you say, don't say it mean. Ah, that's a good point. Now, I, and I also fully believe in like saying mean things to people for the fun of it. I was going to bring this thing. up. So I, when I think of you yeah. um, in terms of comedy, well, number one, I just know that you like love comedy so much and it's like so much of your DNA is comedy. Yeah, um, and I always think of DNA more like F-U-N. Am I right? <laughs> fun. <laughs> I hear it's fun, apparently. Yeah. Um, I think of you as someone who's like, you're willing to usually participate in any activity that involves comedy. Like, like you, you've always done the live debates. You've done, yeah. you've always done the the stuff with the live shows. Live and debates were super fun. Also, those shows were some. That first one with me and Adrian is one of the, like uh, my favorite performances I've ever had with you and Adrian, or was yeah. it Matt? Uh, okay, the second one then. I mean, me and Matt, super oh, fun also. You and Adrian with the baby head. Yeah, the baby head. I was so, like, I, I still think about it. Like, it's one of the just, uh, I find sometimes that, and there's, um, there's a show we did at a Halloween party. I think it was, I think Mitch set it up. I think it was, like, hit with his friends. Okay. Uh, definitely, it was, like, a, like, a Mitch Durham, uh, 
apartment Kyle, show. Yeah. Me. Who else was there? Oh, it was so much fun. It was like a Halloween show. And just there was something about like, and I, I wish I'd taped it or recorded it because I, I just felt like I tapped into like an energy that I'm not normally oh. able to do. Like it was just very, um, I was a little, a little bit drunk. <laughs> Definitely out. Nice. But it's just, you know, like when you look back at like shows you've done, like it's yeah. not necessarily like. Certain ones stand out. Certain ones stand out in terms yeah. of like, there's there's you and then there's the crowd. Like there's a lot of, uh, like I did uh, the Cove last night. Great mm-hmm. crowd. Yeah. And uh, Nick went up before me and like crashed and like did. Martinello? Like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I had a great set. Um, I closed it out. Mm. Closed it out at the Cove. It was wild. First ever uh, weekend. I mean, it oh, wasn't congrats. really. A, yeah, it was fun. Um, I, I wasn't like booked. Like it was it last minute. Okay, got you. Got <laughs> so you. Last but the, you had a good show. But yeah, it was okay. sick. And, and, but the crowd was super hot. But like, it's not as much like that happens when the crowd's like kind of already there. But when you just, I don't know, when you just feel like you you performed in a in a gear that's not usually available to you, you know what I mean? Like yes. when you look back and you just feel like you were on, and it feels natural and like real. Yeah, like so that's that's force. that's the thing about it. It's yeah. I think it's like the second you for me, like it was the second I started getting looser on stage that yeah. I, that I was like this feels better than everything I had been doing before, which did feel very like scripted and acted out. Do you take a book? On stage? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And it's, it's, so here's the thing. It's my memory. It's garbage. I have insane brain issues right now. Here's with my memory. I get that for sure. Oh, start taking uh lion's mane, lion's mane pills. Makes a difference. Okay. I found. Uh, uh, I'm willing to do, I'm willing to do everything I can. I don't read my, my book. It's a reference. It's a guide. Just to remember the names of the jokes almost. Yes. Because so here's what I do. And this is not I, I'm not saying this is like a memory technique that'll uh, necessarily work for everyone. But let's find a short set, uh, uh, a short set without any uh, racist jokes. Yeah. Avoid those. Uh, it's tough. But yeah. <laughs> let's say I'm going through this. Are they just titles? Uh, yeah. Just titles of jokes. But I'm trying to remember those. And let's say uh, just. Uh, how many jokes are there? Wait, there I need to also eight. look at it. Yeah, so I'll count them off. I'll be like, uh, shirt on, shirt off, body dysmorphia, mole, too much, Greek yogurt, racist, open relationship, deaf child. Okay, so now I'll like try to count them off on my hand and get to the right number beforehand. And I'll do that for like, you know, like 15 minutes or something like that and make sure I have all of them. Like, uh, oh. shirt on, shirt off, body dysmorphia. Without looking uh, at the sheet? Yeah, without looking at the sheet. And when I can do that like two or three times, uh, count them oh. off and, and the counting them is to make sure you're landing on eight so that you Fuck. have the order kind of and you have idea. the jokes right uh shut on bodies more via mold too much greek yogurt racist so then you're going oh i'm only at seven what am i missing yeah and like i'll I'll do that a bunch of times and you'll you'll know the flow because you're automatically thinking at the end of one joke what the next joke is going to be yeah. i mean it also helps if you like build it i have a natural flow in your cards set. over there um so i i put them up on the uh I pinned them to the, the- uh, big personality, aka bitch. <laughs> Sex toys, <laughs> aka a bitch. A horny bitch. <laughs> Demisexual, aka a bitch. <laughs> Broke, aka 
a bit. <laughs> I don't. But I, I, I pin those to the back wall there where, where you're sitting. Um, okay. To, to the tiles. Like, so when I was planning my yuck set, that's what I did. And I would. This is nice, by the way. These are all soundproofing. Yeah. yeah. I got a bunch. I'd soundproof my uh, office door for working from home. Oh, Brian's was like, get, so that she doesn't Again. have to like worry about being quiet. Did it help at all? Uh, yeah, huge yeah, yeah. difference. Because putting stuff on the walls it's helps. Like glass panes. Oh, nice. Uh, so it, it was uh, like it got a runner underneath it. Uh, just I don't know it was probably like a hundred bucks worth of stuff to like. But it's it's really soundproof now. And like before, you know, you'd have to have the TV down to like a six. And now oh, I can, you fuck know, yeah! You can hit fourteen, fifteen. 18, you know, if she's feeling crazy. Honestly, that's a really good tip, though. I'm going to try that. I, I'm, I Counting hate, them off. If you see me before a set, memory. I hate it's always memory. doing this, like just counting through them. And I find the finger helps to like, especially for longer sets. Like I had to, uh, I didn't know how long I was going to be doing when I got there. But yesterday I had to do uh, almost every joke I know. Like I, I did, uh, uh. Do yeah, you, so 33 jokes. Do you still? Holy shit, I Albert. I remember all those jokes yesterday. You, and you didn't bring this up with you? No. I'll, I'll never shit. take a book with me anywhere. Holy I'd rather uh, I'd rather flail. I find it, uh, honestly, it... Uh, How the fuck did you remember all these? Just counting through them. Like, let's think. Uh, St. Lawrence, uh, country music, yep. grandparents, Amherst, Dartmouth... Uh, don't do drugs, method actor, uh, quit smoking wasn't cigarettes. In oh yeah, it isn't in there, but I did it. Um, I did it anyways. I forgot to write it down, but I, I did it. Do you, uh, so quit smoking I, cigarettes is there twice. Quit smoking weed is there twice. Can I ask a question? Uh, do you have a strategy in terms of how you order your jokes? Yeah, for sure. Like I do. Uh, you know, these are all the first uh, ten jokes are classics. You know, and then for the oh. next ten, I do all classics. Next 10 classics. More classics. Uh, and then the last one, super classic. I try to like, I think chunking, chunking jokes is I love chunking. Such a gross, like, fucking name, though, eh? Love a chunk. Love a chunk. Chunks are, yeah. She loves chunks. She's a chunker. It's a great way to remember, like, your groupings. Oh, yeah. And it just, when you see like great comics that's what they do or like it'll be a story with like jokes built in but like it's all kind of in one like i think keeping to one topic now i i do Mm. some stuff where it's just like joke 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 but not as much anymore i I don't do a lot of one-liners anymore like it's it's much i don't do a lot of one-liners that aren't attached to something else anymore i i will say i I do some but it's less it's less of what i do now like I've, and i've been trying to do longer jokes and it fucking sucks longer jokes stink it's so hard to like oh i know figure them what, out and like what are your thoughts on the jokes on one subject yeah your nay uh like having a lot of jokes on one subject oh yeah i think it's good like i've got uh i'm you know what i think like the first is, stuff all about where i'm from oh and that's that's the other thing i almost always open with the the saint lawrence newfoundland uh living here now like uh biographical stuff i i, I think that's bring, uh, bring them into helpful. who you are yeah i'm um one of the best things i heard and i don't know where i heard it but i just heard milk every premise and i that's one of the most helpful things for me because I can't tell you how long I've been doing my OnlyFans jokes, but they're different jokes about OnlyFans. Which is it, definitely. Now, I always heard milk every breakfast. 
you should have a glass of milk with your breakfast. <laughs> Is that? I think those are related ideas. Uh, but no, I, I think getting as much out of it, man. Fucking, I'm starting to watch comedy again. Also, ah, I've, I've abandoned my don't watch comedy thing. Nice. Because you know what happens if you don't listen to comedy? Do you know who you get influenced by? Chris Haleff. The people out around you. The people you? you see, yeah, which is great. Like, I, I definitely would say that, like, uh, yeah, watch it. And obviously, you know, uh, like the the older comics too. But like watching, uh, like uh, Jim. Jim, I would say is definitely <laughs> and I, I mean this uh, honestly. Like, I, I Jim uh, and uh, Baker, I definitely and uh, Brandon mm. quite a bit in like how I think about some jokes. Like sometimes I'll do a joke and like feel like it's a little bit too much. And one of their isn't that wild voices almost yeah. But like you just <clears throat> you're going to be influenced by something. Like I, I think whatever you're consuming is going to be what influences you. I think avoiding listening to too much comedy is probably good. Yeah, I, I don't listen to much. I'll listen, like, I will put on the occasional special. It's worth, it, it's so much And clips, fun. like, clips on social media and stuff, but... Sorry, watch more of those. But um, I like watching documentaries about stand-up, where it's not just stand-up, but it's, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. I like that. But I agree. I think, um, I think, hmm, this might be a bold stance. I think the best bet is to, like, know a lot about comedy but don't consume it so much that you are so heavily like i know some people who just don't they don't they don't watch they don't have a favorite comic yeah or they don't have I, if you don't comics go, that they like going too deep into one comic is probably i uh i know uh and I, i've kind of come around to his uh way of thinking about this but uh kyle carpenter once said like a listen to everything read everything and uh you know kind of distill it like allow yourself yeah. to be influenced by everything uh you, you know you're still you're still a person you know you still have your own unique take but uh hearing more doesn't make your view less unique which I, I think is a yeah. great way of looking at it, uh, you know, obviously. Which is why I was, like, stoked about... Much smarter way than mine. <laughs> just, like, just close my ears. Clifton's a great uh, example of that because, like, he was, you know, front row and center with me for Whitney Cummings. And yeah. clearly, like, I I like her comedy way more than him. But he still took it in and, like, he still, like, was like, this was what was good about it and this is what I didn't like. <laughs> like, he, he still took away good things from yeah. a style that he doesn't always gravitate Could, towards. Somebody who's at that level. Like you have to think about it. How, uh, yeah, uh, anybody who's at that level of comedy is uh, you gotta very watch good and doing things that like fuck yeah. If you're, you know, a few years in, um, you're not capable of. Yeah, totally. Like you, you, or like for you know most of us like and uh, yeah, Wendy Cummings not uh, my style of comedy. I mean, she's a woman. ladies are funny i think women are funny uh but no like uh, i don't um like women (laughs) Uh, i think there's been a couple moments on this podcast that i could clip together one including from Uh, the debates when you said when you said that you could uh you we should keep them in bunkers (laughs) underground away That's so funny. Uh, For, well, the first virtual live debate. I need to cool it on that sometimes. Like I'll make um 
you know, sexist jokes for funsies, you know, and like people gotta know their jokes. They gotta know their jokes, you know. They're not, but <laughs> you gotta know. Yeah, you know, uh, but wink, just wink. To, around um, new people, sometimes I, I worry, like uh, new comics and stuff like that. Like especially, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to. I think even fake sexism could still be oppressive. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's probably still a bad thing to do. Um, but I, yeah. Play it safe. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, it could, uh, you don't want to discourage somebody from doing something that's uh, as fun as comedy and um, joking the way I do with people I know about stuff like that. Um, I, I, I think even though, you know, Wait, I, I think people kind of romanticize the idea that you can say anything if you're a comic and it's fun, but like it, I don't know, you can still like bug people. The way or, we like, talk to each other stuff. is crazy. It's crazy, but it's fun. Oh, yeah. You know it's the best I mean? thing. Like, that's, yeah. Like it's, it, it, it makes me realize how long I've been hanging around y'all. Cause like I, yeah. I go and talk to people who don't do it. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're not this blunt. Like <laughs> it's definitely, yeah. I, I mean, you've definitely changed since you started comedy. Like, uh, really? yeah. I, I mean, the way you, um, Listen to the podcast, like listen to uh, the conversations you had on the podcast before you started doing comedy. And now it's definitely different. You yeah. make more jokes. Yeah. You definitely make a lot more jokes, which is good as that's, a comic. That's, <laughs> that's what you want to do. That's what you want. I, I need to ask, how how do you determine? So you've been doing comedy how long? Uh, Three years is that it? and five months. Yeah. Uh, January 9th, 2019. So almost... Almost uh, three and a half years. Yeah, three okay. and a half in July, I guess. When, as someone, and not, not speaking from your experience, but when you're looking at comedians coming in, yeah, what do you consider when someone isn't new anymore? Like, you say new comic. Is it time doing it? Consistency? Like, what? what makes you go... New comic versus uh, comic. One year or 200 sets, whichever comes first. 200? Holy moly, guacamoles. Do you consider that? I, honestly, I think of everyone who started before me as being an old comic and everyone who started after me as being a new comic. More or less. I think I'm like, I think of myself as a pretty new comic. Three years is no amount of time. I mean, in my life, it's a big time. Like three years, like the last three years have definitely been more kind of significant to me than um many of the years before right. those because you find something you like doing you know i, I think a lot of us were just kind of floating around not yeah. having a great time I, before I, then you know i like the term young yeah. comic i like new comic for like true like, true I don't like newbies young because you know people aren't necessarily young when they start that was true you looked at yeah. me when you said that. <laughs> that was yeah, Sarah's that. Well, no, I mean, you're still young. You're like uh, mid thirties. I, I think. I don't know what old is and what young is, but yeah, it's. Um, I, I don't know when somebody stops being a new comic because some people are really good right away. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and like they don't time. and some people don't perform that much. And like then they're technically new, but they're not new in terms of talent because they're so good. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, uh, have you seen uh, Carolyn Davis? Yeah. yeah, very funny. But also, I think uh, I think she was performing forever. There like, was, I, I think, yeah. And you'll like notice uh, there's, yeah, there's people now coming back in to comedy who have not done it in a while, yeah. and used to do it, and now they're I think it was improv coming like, back. Like I feel like Carolyn well, did a lot of improv. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, super funny, like a great writer. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And uh, how do you say somebody who did improv for years right. was a new comic? Very I don't know true. If you could say new it's comic. a it's it's almost like the like a transferable skill. Yeah, I mean it's the same. same I mean, you're with, on stage all the time. Same with, with acting, like, though. Counts. I would say acting. Acting, there's the, no interaction with the crowd, so I think it's different. A little different, but the memorization of jokes and like performance that yeah, pl- goes into I, play. I don't know. I mean, like you see, see a guy like Jim, and yeah, that it transfers for him. God. I think a stage. I think acting <clears throat> uh, in a in a theatre would yeah. uh, would transfer, but uh, I think anything you're doing that doesn't directly involve an audience, it, it isn't. I'm not saying it's not directly transferable. I mean, you can shoot. YouTube videos and be funny mm-hmm. on you know whatever uh, yeah TikTok or whatever and like I'm sure that transfers but uh, I I don't think anyone's really good at stand up until they've done a lot of performance so true like with a crowd like and and I I don't think it would necessarily have to be prepared performance but uh, yes you're so uh, right. yeah I think improv or stand up is more transferable. Now, I don't know because I'm not a fucking actor, but like I, I, I expect that stand up or improv is more transferable to acting than vice versa. Than vice versa, yes. It'd be, it'd, it'd be a good question to ask Jim because I, I don't really I mean, know. there's really no one else that is, it's so wildly like funny to me, like talking to Jim before he goes on stage and he's so chill and quiet. And then he get, gets on stage and it's just like, bam, motherfuckers, we're in it. We're so in it. Funny. You know, like he is just, wow, what a talent. Shout Very, out Jim Temple. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, and a great actor too. He, yes. uh, oh my God, do you see, um, uh, and I'm uh, bringing it back around from Jim to me, the real <clears throat> star here. Yes, <laughs> no, you're the guest. I loved, uh, yeah, no, I, I love Jim so much. But uh, Jim uh, did some acting coaching for me. Before um, I, I did a a brief appearance on uh, I saw a, that. the Last Divide. You walked out of a shed. That's Super all I drunk. Saw. I, I was a drunk uh, actor. I was a drunk guy. Um, yeah, uh, Angela worked on that show too, which was cool. She did uh, uh, set design. Um, Who? Uh, Angela. I oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Kristen uh, Green. Uh, yeah. Green was the. Uh, Assistant director, I think that's the, or associate director, the AD. Um, and she, yeah, she put me in it, which was sick. And uh, Dylan, Dylan Garland, shout out to all the, all the people involved. But yeah, I, I don't know how to fucking act. So I asked Jim to like help me because I, I guess acting drunk is um, uh, hard to do. Kind of, but like it, he, I, I got him to like tell me like tips and then to like watch me a couple of times. He would like watch me and gave me like, you know which one looked better, and uh, it it made a huge difference. Like it definitely, fuck um, man. Because I feel like it turned out pretty good. It's also like so it's a serious show, and it was like the one funny scene. So it was great to do that. Like it was. That's fun to really do, like, nice. Because it kind of like comedic cuts. relief. Yeah, exactly. It, and it, it and it makes right. it a lot lower pressure compared to people doing serious stuff. You know. That's awesome. Yeah, super fun. Okay, Albert, we've done rant slash unpopular opinion. Yep. We've done assumptions. Um, we're at two and a half hours. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, this is this is a good place to cut it. But I would love. Can you quickly tell me what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? What is uh, what is an if you if you didn't catch it earlier? Am I right? 
Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, it's something I've definitely been actively working on uh, for a few years. But like, uh, I'm a, I'm a very defensive person, and not as much mm. anymore. But like, I, my my gut instinct is to be uh, uh, defensive about things sometimes. Because um, oh, like, if you know me, you'll you definitely. <laughs> would uh would have run into that sometimes like I, I don't know not not necessarily things that like i have any like personal but just is it angry defensive no not like angry but just like uh like let's say i'm from newfoundland let's say you said that the weather in newfoundland is really bad i'd be like no it's actually like it's pretty much like here it's a little bit colder but like it's actually but like let's say you said uh Ah, Newfoundland's beautiful. I may be like, ah, but the weather stinks. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even something I believe, but I'll just, like, gut react to, like, to be defensive about stuff. You know That's what I mean? Or, like, about me. Like, if you said, uh, I don't know. If it, if it wasn't a joke, I, I think if I uh, think of it as a joke, um, then I'll, I'll not, <laughs> not be defensive. So it's not, not a... Not a, it's not angry. That's good. That's not angry. I've never seen that with you. Yeah, I'm not but a very angry is it like, person. For is sure. it? Is it like um? What am I trying to say? Insecurity. I think everything's insecurity. The like day. the need to be the devil's advocate. No, I, I don't mean like the devil's advocate. I mean that example was bad because I was very devil's advocate. But right. like uh, the uh, Albert, I love your shirt. Thank you very much. He's working on it. <laughs> oh, no, that's not, because uh, that's a compliment. Oh, compliments okay, yeah, aren't, uh, yeah. I'm not. That's different. Oh, so if I said a statement. Um, if you said, uh, it's hard for me to give an example because I won't be defensive about right? it. Right. I know. Yeah, exactly. Um, that is hard. But if you said, uh, oh, great example. Uh, just happened the other day. I somebody just, And it was just a joke. But like my immediate reaction to the joke was to be like, no, I do. But like uh, uh-huh. somebody was like, oh, it, I said I was doing 25 minutes and uh, they're like, ah, do you even, you don't have 25 minutes. And I was like, no, I do. I have 28 minutes. You know what I mean? But that was my like first reaction to not oh, like. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to be defensive at it. Your defenses are up sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true with all of us, but I, it's. All people, yeah. And I, I used to argue too much too, but I've kind of walked away from um, having or caring about opinions strong opinions that much i don't think it matters i don't think if you're i think that uh to have a strong opinion about something like a really strong opinion a strong enough opinion that you're going to be like rude about it you should have to be actively doing something yes like it just seems like i used to fucking talk forever about like the environment and like that but at the end of the day what the fuck am i doing like it doesn't honestly it doesn't really matter that much what you think about it unless you're like fucking out there Doing things. Doing things. Because, uh, you know, whether I um, drive a Corolla and, uh, you know, go around and uh, talk about how bad climate change is, or if I drive a Corolla and uh, talk about how climate change isn't real. Right. What's the difference? I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you shouldn't. I mean, that is a serious issue that people should be serious about. But, like, I just think that... If you're not actually doing anything, uh, 
give people a bit of a break if they disagree with yeah, you. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and if you are actively doing stuff, then uh, fucking take that stick out of your ass, you know, become well, you lazy. Ha- you have to decide what you're using your energy for. Like, Yeah, how much do you have? Like, like that's the thing. Like, like arguing about opinions is like a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy, and I just don't have it anymore. And I used to be really bad for it. Like, I, I feel bad for, uh, shout out to any friends who are still around who <laughs> knew me from uh, my uh, university. Days. Oh, I shit. I talk all the time. And really? About shit. I still do, like, me and my dad have some good, like, arguments, which are fun. But it's, like, it's fine with him, you know, because, uh, you know, neither one of us can, like, hold a grudge at each other or something like that. Like, we're right. not going to be upset at each other. It's all, it's all like, coming from a good place. Like, I, I don't have to worry about my dad being like, ah, oh, that... Albert's a real asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's a nice thing to talk to, like, to talk about things, but yeah. to argue for the sake of arguing. It's it's the only he's the only one I'll really do that with, you know, because uh, because he does enjoy doing that, mm-hmm. uh, and and so do I with him. But I, I just uh, otherwise I, I don't like to have arguments about politics and stuff because at the end of the day, I. I don't know. I also don't like think enough about it or learn. I don't follow it anymore. I used to care about it, but I, I don't think I'm doing anything more or anything less by not caring about it. Like I, I think it's about the same. Right. You know, I, I make some choices in line with my beliefs, but I I don't think um I don't think other people should be held to my belief system. I mean, it's, it's yeah, silly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the defensiveness thing. Yeah. So you, do you think you're making strides with like getting better at that? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, changing the pathways, like the place your head goes to first. Like that's what I think if I have time to think about it, I'm a decent person, but if I don't have time to think about it, I'm probably a piece of shit. Did, so like, that's the, that's the question. Like, do you, uh, do you in a situation have enough time to like, uh, you know, be, be your, your better self instead of like the gut reaction, which Honestly, is often negative. That's what antidepressants has helped me the most with, Okay, which is crazy. Yeah. I still get very sad. I still get very, very sad, but it's like sad light, you know, like it's better sad. Uh, but it's the reactionary aspect good. which is like i'm very much so like less emotionally reactive that's I good haven't cried after a bomb in a while that's good that's the th- i've never showed out well stuff like that oh nice that good for you though mm-hmm. that's good if it's making a difference i'll like cry at like tv and stuff but like not uh not at like i it's, mean and, and dude, at life stuff that's sad but not life stuff like like failing like, oh my god i've never gotten upset i was real bad with bombing for a long time yeah, I would. I mean, every set. I would. <laughs> I would cry, like, and it's just it was one of those things that like there's a great, it's a fucking fantastic moment. Um, you the show that you were there, the second yuck set. Um, I was in the back room, and the tears were starting to come because I didn't like how I did. Um, uh, Andrew K comes in. <laughs> Sarah, congrats! Oh shit, what's wrong? Like he yeah. like, like he like went to like hug me and then saw uh, that I was so crying. Andrew's a great guy. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah he's great. Yeah, uh, he ran such a fun fucking show back in uh, 
Newfoundland at uh, Pub Pub Pub. Pub Pub Pub. We used to walk by it all the time. It has like a Pub 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 sign. It was like between uh, my uh, uh, our apartment on Malta Street and downtown St. John's. And it said Pub Pub Pub. And we were always talking about going in there. We walked by one day and like talked to a guy who was like, Guinness is only $3. And we were like, ah, oh, we got to go sometime. Never did. Oh, my God. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I ran a, Andrew K was running a mic there and it was fucked. Like people would like, uh, it's so much fun. If you're, uh, I, I think uh, Josh mentions is probably running a mic there now. Anyways, fucking pub, 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 pub. Check it out. Super fun. Super um, fun. Yeah. Let's wrap her, Albert. Yeah, let's We've roganed it, but I enjoyed this every it's a good minute. Chat. Every chat, minute, sure. um, we're gonna plug again the album taping. The album taping. Um, if you haven't, check out. Uh, I made uh, three quarters of a movie recently. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> check that out if you get a chance. Three quarters. Uh, find it on uh, on oh YouTube. Oh my god, that's so funny. In theaters near you. Um, yeah, that show on June twenty second. I'm also at uh, Yuck Yucks uh, July 9th and tenth. Uh, so come uh, come check that out. That'll be fun. I'm nice pretty and sure tenth. Nice. Yeah, it's right uh, right before I go to uh, no eighth and ninth. Right before I go to um, Ottawa. Yeah, super fun. That's I'm just checking. I'm just like, am I guest spotting that? Hang on. Oh, are you? That'd be uh, sick. No, July twenty second. Ah, too bad. <clears throat> um. Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody follow Thanks Albert as me. well. Albert Coombs Comedy. Albert Coombs Comedy. That's me. Oh, my gosh. Um, Instagram. I also have a website. Oh. Uh, it used to be used to be in my bio, but I took it out to put in the ticket link for that June 22nd show, mm. um, which is probably like a bad move. No, no, no. That's a good yeah. move. Okay. I didn't know. If, you got to like, make that ticket link easy to find. Yeah, that's true. Great that's move. true for sure. That's Great what you want to do. I, I just meant like the the good move would probably be to have a link <sighs> to the ticket link on the website. Yes. Or you can do a link. You should get a link tree. Link tree. Yeah, I could. That's true. You could put your website and your show link. That's true. Yeah. But when I see a link tree, I assume it's somebody plugging like a, their porn site. Excuse really? what it is. <laughs> yeah. I get a link tree. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, with Instagram, anyways, uh, I don't know. It's probably not the case. I'm sure they're used for a lot of things. Like, it's useful to have multiple things. It linked. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, check Albert out. Albert, <laughs> thank you so much for doing the podcast. Check it out. Give that bell a ring a ding, ding, ding. Ding ding ding. Is that a moleskin notebook? It is. Genuine moleskin. Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, and brought to you by The Messiness of Life. Oh, everybody's depressed. Next subject.